The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Thursday. It's getting there. It's getting better. I'm not not going for the high notes. Uh, It's John Holmberg here. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the Morning Sickness, and we are ready to go for another perfect day here in paradise as we uh, creep ever so close to the... Massive temperatures of summer, but it feels pretty good right now. Uh, just to start today, Brett just handed me an email a second ago, and this is a this is a listener that's just you know we always say that uh, eventually we'll get a complaint call from somebody going I didn't like what you said about uh, the man in the wheelchair. I got a brother in a wheelchair. I'm like, yeah, but did you laugh when we made fun of you know Don Corleone saying uh, you know hit a lady with a regional snack and it was a kind of a, in stereotypical. Oh yeah, no, that was like well then it's just your day in the barrel. Well, this guy who <clears throat> excuse me. Eggs, anyone? <laughs> this guy uh, seems to spend every single day we speak in the barrel of being made fun of by the show. He says, hey, my name's Sean. Little about me. I look like Brady if he pushed his nose up like a farm animal. I grew up in Maryvale. I went to Maryvale High School. I'm a local artist. I love Long John Silvers. I live on 35th Avenue in Northern. Uh, my truck starts with a key. So wrap your head around all that. Have a great day. And by the way, all you guys can go f*** yourselves. <laughs> so, pretty much everything we make fun of in this city is represented by Sean. Welcome, Sean. He hasn't killed himself yet? No, I know. Okay. Well, and very rarely on purpose, but he probably will accidentally explode in a meth fire. <laughs> but, yeah, Sean is probably every day going, God damn it, that's me! <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Uh, we just played a little Kid Rock there. Uh, you heard that as we came in. I was looking, and as I said it, Brett was talking about... Uh, the bar industry and things and people he knows through that, through Medea and through others. And uh, there are evidently bars who are experiencing Bud Light boycotts. And I just saw this, that Bud Light lost uh, $3 billion in market value. Now, keep in mind, they're worth $132 billion. Yeah, I mean, so it's, you know, kind of a good gambling weekend for Bud Light. And, and they're getting all this attention and stuff. But it is a legitimate movement now. To not drink it. And you said you know a bartender, not yeah. Medea, but one that talked to her and stuff and said that the bar is like yeah, I mean, full of people that aren't dealing with it. Yeah, I mean, there's still those guys that just don't care. But, I mean, the, 
There was a there's a couple of groups of them that are in there all the time. And they're like, nope, give me Coors Light now. I don't. I'm not doing that. And it, Coors Lights had rainbow cans. See, the problem but, I have with this is like, what line are you drawing? The thing is, from what they're saying, is they're more. They're not so mad. They're just sick of every everybody of it. jamming it down their yeah. throat. They're it's like, not, you can put a rainbow no on there. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily like <laughs> why, but just just. In general, right. and Budweiser just kind of broke their broke the it's straw that broke the camel's yeah, back. They 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 feel yeah. like they've been like we said the other day. It's this quit. I get it. Yeah. Now quit making everything yeah. about it. Yeah. So I think that's more the backlash isn't so much at at uh, at trans transgender people. Right. It's about like enough. Uh, we understand not everything has to tie into this. And don't take my Americana. Don't right. you know? Don't don't make transgender baseball day. Don't make transgender apple pie. That's day. Next, just yeah, you know. I mean, well, it has to be yeah. because it's a it's a it's a woke move. And plus, look at the attention Bud Light gets for this. It's been a week now since Kid Rock shot some cans, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's it's insanity. But you know, they they can lose three billion dollars to have everybody say Bud Light a billion times. But I, I'm still here. I, look, I think my life uh, motto is now I'm here for the memes because they're just oh, they're amazing, they're furious, they're hilarious. Daily, I get another one. That's it's like the Newberry Wood. It is. It's kind of like everything is Bud Light version and never ending. No, yeah. and it's great. And I'm getting a ton of them on on emails and everything else. But it's just I can't imagine. Like I don't know. Like where? Why is that your stand? You know. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my, like if you're going to take a stand in life, is that really it? like I said? I think it's just the straw that broke the camel's back. I think a yeah. lot of people are just like, all right, enough. We get yeah. it. We don't care. Just it's, stop it's, with it already. Right. What's interesting is the amount you know the amount of transgender uh, population in the United States is is not that big. Yeah. But same with the people that react that way. Yeah. On the beer, it's like yeah. it I is don't know, weird. two out of ten, something like that. Yeah. Maybe, but it's enough. Well, Look like, how much yeah. it flinches. Well, like I said, uh, when it happened, we were talking about it, and I was I brought up the idea. It's like it's uh, nobody really cares that much. We're just tired of having something shown to us, and if we don't react properly immediately, we hate everybody. We're bigots. You know, yeah. you're going to tell your boss, and you feel like you're going to get tattled on. And it's a uh, you know, this is the type of stuff to me that creates the mind of the shooter. Is when you're telling somebody how they have to think or else. You can't not. I I prefer a world where you used to be able to not like stuff, and I'm fine with that. I don't have to like you if you don't like the things. You know, if you're improperly uh, disliking something, if you're a bigot or like quite wildly wildly racist and just don't like a group of people, that's just willy nilly crazy to me, and it makes me think that you might be a person that is uh, unreliable in thought. So it, it it identifies you, but to tell people, look, if you don't react properly to this. There's repercussions for it, and I think people are. You're right. I think it's just that lash out moment yeah. of going. I don't care about transgenders. I saw a commercial for Burger King yesterday. I giggled hysterically right in the middle of a basketball game. Target audience, basketball fan, right? I'm watching the play-in game between you know uh, nine and ten seeds. It's not like you're watching the best teams in basketball. Just interesting, well-matched teams. Play-in they, game is still. Well, they've been great games yeah. too. So I'm watching the game, and in the middle of it, there's a a. a picture of a box of french fries on a table and there's one french fry left and one hand goes towards it and it's a white male hand and one hand goes towards a black male hand and i'm like oh who's gonna win this fight and uh and then they show the two guys at the thing and they're just as gay as can be they just and then one just the white guy pulls his hand back i think and then uh, gives the fry to the black guy and then he just taps him on the nose and i'm like oh 
They're interracial homosexuals sharing French fries. <laughs> like everything is interracial homosexuals. Grand slam. Yeah. <laughs> everything is appealing to the interracial homosexual. And I'm like, I wonder what the percentage of of even homosexual relationships that are interracial. It's like one percent of gay relationships are interracial. I, I don't know. The audience is so small that's targeted, but it's like, look at and that's where we all feel like it's getting shoved in our faces. It's yeah. like, look, this isn't even, this is barely even a real thing. And you choose it as representation. And, and you're saying it represents an entire group of people. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to knock your socks off. Sprite, McDonald's. I know a black guy doesn't like Sprite or McDonald's. Oh my God. It doesn't represent everybody. That's a myth. I know. He's just lying <laughs> to on. me. Yeah. It's like a white guy, not like a mayonnaise. I mean, we, we all know it's not real. But it's, uh, yeah, so to say that this is a representation of an entire group of people is the irresponsible racist thing. To say, oh, no, these two people represent all the thoughts and feelings and looks and everything else of an entire group and shut up and deal with it. And if you react, and I laugh because I'm like, (laughs) I would, because if I was at McDonald's and I watched two guys share a romantic moment over the last fry, it's like pigeons in a parking lot. It's hilarious. The only people that I would be impressed by if, if, if they were like, you can have the last one, would be uh, rats, pigeons, you know, uh, woodland creatures. That just If I watched one back off to give to the other, I'd find it adorable. Otherwise, I can't wait for it in baseball games. Maybe it's like a ballpark Frank commercial. Oh. And it's last time. a lady in the trampet. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. Lady in trampet, footlongs. <laughs> oh. And then he got down to that last bite, and you just let your interracial husband have that last have wiener guzzle. I'd, I'd love it if they had fun with it. That would be more fun. Like if the guy gave him the last fry, and then the white guy just unzipped his pants knowing, I know what I get for that. Like, come on. Make me, it real. Me, yeah, make it what it is. I live next to homosexuals. They love uh, just constantly f***ing each other and having F jokes and Tweak boys over. I mean, let's let's represent some of that as well. Have some fun. Introduce us uh, to the, you know, the spontaneous sexual activities of many homosexuals. They're very, very sexual people. They rarely hear I have a headache. Oh, they don't. They're guys. I'm shooting eggs out my throat. If you told me right now, hey, let me, you want to blow? I'm like, yeah, if you don't, if you don't mind me going <laughs> the whole time. No, I'm cool. Be they good. feel good, yeah. actually. Brady <laughs> would be wiping his forehead, forehead off going, are you already done? Oh, no, that was a throat oyster. I'm sorry, you're, you're not finished yet. I'm sorry, I spit that on your head. I didn't know you'd feel that. <laughs> yeah, give me some reality to this whole, you know, not everything. Uh, and I watched a commercial the other day with a, uh, an Asian woman and a black man, and they had like a Mexican kid. How's that a thing? How, well, who's that representing? Families that adopt. What adoption agency in the right mind's going to give them a kid? <laughs> They're all over the they road. They got approved, bro. They're all over the road. Colin Kaepernick is saying that you shouldn't let me be adopted by white people. And now he's got this movement going. That you know, Now he's mad at his, uh, white, his white upbringing and his parents. Colin Kaepernick, right when you start going, you know what? Uh, we were a little rough on Colin Kaepernick. I can disagree with him, but maybe he had a point as to... And then he says something like that. Like, remember when he was... Going through his whole thing, and you're like, you know what? There's an argument to be made for what Colin Kaepernick is doing. You may not like it, but he did ask a military, uh, you know, person to say, "What's the best way to protest?" It's an American thing to do to protest. You may not like it, but it's an American thing to do, and it's an. Ex- and then he shows up for a job interview with uh, f pigs and uh, cops dressed as pigs on his socks. I'm like, well, goddamn it! You want me on your side? 
don't go to that extreme. So then, again, time passes. You know, like Colin Kaepernick did his little, you know, I'm not a big fan of what you did, but I understand why you did it. And I can, as an American, I can appreciate. I have to look back and think, would Muhammad Ali have been one of my favorite athletes of all time if I lived through Muhammad Ali? And probably not. During the Vietnam. During him uh, saying he hated white people. Yeah. Uh, he went on and on. I mean, he was on a, he's on a, a show called, uh, it was a crossfire with uh, William F. Buckley where he basically says, I am all about separating the races. Like, white people don't do anything. for." And it was amazing how racist it was. That and I, was, I, I and I sat and thought, if this was today, Muhammad Ali would never, ever, ever, ever be a popular. He'd be Colin Kaepernick. He'd be in huge trouble a lot, and he was then. So I always kind of you know do the Buddhist thing where you're like, all right, see it from the other side for a second. Try to at least look from the other side and say, am I being unreasonable and reactionary? And I would have been, but Colin Kaepernick then comes out this week, right when I'm like, you know what, I'm trying to understand this from your perspective, and I can disagree with you. Because I don't think enough people do that. Like, let's agree to disagree. I don't agree with what you're doing, but I can respect how you're doing it. I can't respect it. And he goes on TV now and starts talking about, I should have never been allowed to have been adopted by the people that adopted me. You mean the folks that gave you that incredible, uh, you know, well-to-do upbringing? That's what he's complaining about. Uh, he just had zero, uh, you know, uh, inch, like nobody knew his culture. Like yeah. the people who had you gave you up. What are you mad at? The white people who picked you up for it. And he wasn't mad at them. He was mad at the... Adoption, thing. and then he's got a list of people underneath going. I was adopted by a white family too, and it and it screwed up my heritage plan and all this. And I'm like I don't understand my my ethnicity. And like, okay, you so went to Maryvale High then. Right. Instead, you had an <laughs> upper class, upper middle class raising. No. You were in a really yeah, good situation. Right. So stop. And it's just, I think people hate people complaining about having it good. Yeah, like you don't want to hear that. But yeah, so you get all that crap. So he's doubling yeah. down. I don't understand. How anything works, but I know advertising right now is very strange because, I mean, it got me to look up how many interracial gay couples are there in the gay community, and if it's ten percent of the population is gay, one percent is interracial. It's weird. It is. It's a, it, it's an added ten or fifteen seconds on any drug commercial. Yeah, they have to hit every possible couple <laughs> option. That's there true. Is. You're right. Yeah. You're hundred percent all. <laughs> and I have turned into Dan Holmberg. I watch TV. <laughs> And I and I I honestly it is it's choking me because mm-hmm. it's and again pardon the pun <laughs> it's a constant but I'll be watching and I was eating my uh, my CPK salad yesterday and I'm just firing away on that and I look up and I see it and I'm like oh here we go <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and not them I'm like oh is everybody gay I'm like what what are you upset about John it's just the TV and that's the biggest surprise finally it got to Americana yeah with the Bud Light no yeah. no, no and now you're no. now you're touching my Bud Lights yeah. But Bud Light is going for the $132 billion business. They've got no interest in what you think. They don't care about your down-home, you know, American roots. They don't care. They're not even an American company anymore. They don't care. They're going for the easy kill and the attention, and it's amazing. But $3 billion in a day makes us blink, makes Bud Light go, this is a, uh, this is a one step back for two steps forward. We're going to... We're going to be the Bud, Bud Light is everywhere, and there's no such thing as bad press. And well, they, haven't, they haven't done anything wrong technically, so it makes everybody else look crazy. And you know, I I don't care about it at all. It's so silly. Don't mess with Texas because uh, apparently Bud Light's uh, they've sponsored this weekly dart tournament, draws you know a couple hundred people yeah. or whatever. They they normally blow through three kegs of Bud Light at an event. <laughs> blow through, yeah, exactly. See. Uh, this week, the bar sold four bottles of Bud Light. 
And who are the daredevils I know. that tested that out? Put it in a mug. Put it in a mug. <laughs> Put that koozie it around that It was probably thing. four bottles to the uh, people who run, like the, like, because when we have an event and it's sponsored by a beer, we yeah, drink yeah. the beer. So it's probably the guys at the bar are like, well, Bud Light gives us a lot of money to do this dart tournament, so we're drinking their beer. Yeah. So four guys who had to do it. But from three kegs to four bottles? Wow. I find it hysterical. But it is, I think you're right. I think it just comes back to the idea of, like, this is a message from the normal, uh, and I hate to use that word, but it is what it is, uh, the normal society saying, enough. Can, can we just stop with the force-feeding us every single person that's doing something crazy being, you know, put up on a pedestal? And at the very least, can we get a hotter trans for the, you know, the thing? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, where's Kim Petras? Completely, yeah. Give me Kim Petras with her cans out talking about throat goat and a Bud Light. Yeah. Now you got something. I don't want to see this clearly, you know, lantern-jawed former man in makeup. It's, it's not attractive enough. It's, that, those are my rules. If you're going to give me a trans, make it so I don't know. Make it so I look and go, I'd move it out of the way. That's a pretty hot trans. <laughs> I don't want to be able to detect it, you know. Resting a Bud Light bottle in Kim Petras' cans oh, and stuff. Oh, pick a can. Yeah, I can oh, do it. Well, we there can you do go. It. We can do it. Yeah, which, which is the best can? Oh. Kim, and Kim Petras is German, and I think uh, Anheuser-Busch is owned by Germans now, or maybe uh, I don't Austrians. know where in, in is uh, headquartered. I don't know, but either way. It's over there. Three great European cans. Uh, awesome. And then Kim Petras is holding a pair between there. Uh, pick a can. That's Any brilliant. can. Oh, I, of course it is. Of course it is. I'm a marketing genius, Brett. <laughs> Not only can I represent that community, I can do it and make Alabama happy. It's just the stupidest thing in the world. But I, yeah, reading about all this stuff, you stay. I, mean, I don't want Bud Light to constantly dominate the news. But I also want to, like, you know, again, like, almost like yesterday, I kind of want to hear from somebody who's like, I'll never drink Bud Light again. I want to hear why, like, you're that angry. Maybe we should do a fireside chat today with that. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. We have time. Just tell us your Bud Light stand. Yeah. Uh, and then you got, you know, and uh, Victoria Jackson, formerly of Saturday Night Live. Pull it up on TMZ if you don't mind. Oh, There's right. a video of Victoria Jackson from SNL. I almost called Lovitz yesterday. And I know Victoria Jackson was. I'm not going to touch nah, it. <laughs> but she, oh, he'd talk about it. <laughs> she, uh, maybe not on the air, but he'd talk yeah. about it. John and I, yeah, he wants me to talk. Oh, no. I'm just saying on the <laughs> He and his ex-girlfriend want to come on the show. Which I think is phenomenal. He wants to bring Lydia Cornell on the show and talk about why they broke up. And I'm like, I don't know if anybody knows who Lydia Cornell is, but I'll do it. Do a, a side podcast of Lovitz's kills. And why do they want to talk about? Because it? it's funny, or is it? Because I'm fascinated by it. He's uh, just he wants to just bring. And they're it up. still. Uh, and again, I friends. Think, yes, but deep down, I think in a veiled way, John wants everybody to know he nailed Lydia Cornell like out loud. <laughs> I think that's more of it. <laughs> but uh, he's just funny that way. Uh, this one. Yeah, so now keep in mind, Victoria Jackson used to be on Saturday Night Live in the late 80s, early 90s, and she was the blonde bimbo. She, she actually did a, a very famous sketch on the news where she sang, I'm a bimbo. And it was all about, you know, just having big hair and a little bit overweight and big cans and blonde and I'm a bimbo. She goes on a city council meeting. You can hit play. And, uh, and Victoria Jackson. God hates sodomy. <laughs> he hates homosexuality. He said it's an abomination. And he hates, God hates sexual immorality, all kinds, fornication, adultery, etc. And God hates pride. <clears throat> like one of the most things he hates is pride. 
Proverbs 11, 12. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And Sodom and Gomorrah proves that God hates sodomy. Proves it. And sexual morality and pride. And it's still there. And archaeologists have uncovered it. You can go on YouTube and see. It's... And this is where I'm like, what's happened? That's a comedian. That lady used to be kind of funny. And this and, is for a, a you know, this is, this is for to, granting for a, a new park zone. A new yeah. park, yeah, it has nothing to do with the. Everybody's no fun anymore. But see, that's why I say this whole thing kind of seems to be. It sparks the shooter. It sparks the loony. Oh, with whether or not the city would hold a gay pride festival. Right, they're going to have a festival, and then people come out of the woodwork, and and this is the antagonistic type stuff. That makes it so I think you get lunatics. So I think she doesn't want that festival there. No, God doesn't. She's fine with it. She, God doesn't want it. I didn't care about that, man. She turned into a big broad. She's a big Ooh. one. Yeah, she used to be kind of cute. <laughs> God evidently. You know what else God hates? Gluttony. And uh, you don't. You, you seem to skip that one. Got the holy Twinkies. Before yeah. you're throwing uh, stones. <laughs> yeah, her yeah. church doesn't hand out wafers. <laughs> yeah. They go like brownies and Twinkies and... God hates yeah. Twinkies. It just seems like, you know, the, the, uh, the people who are just set in stone on their way aren't seeing any sort of way out of this. And it's not that they can't have those feelings, but they don't see an open door policy here to go, okay, everything's going to be all right. They see it as the end of the world. They see all the Bud Light cans and all that stuff as the end of society. And I think that's the scarier part is that there's people that we got to ease into this crap. You can't just throw these trans bombs at people when that exists you got to remember that and that's a group of people that'll never be represented you'll never have a group of folks that are like jesus first or you know a muslim on a can or you're not doing it yeah you're just not doing it so this whole diversity and you know you're not gonna you're not gonna have people that are just not popular diversity and that's the problem is that there's uh, a- imagine if they did a can series back in the day of all the uh, top you remember they had the playing cards uh, of like Osama bin bin Laden. Oh that, yeah, well, I, I have Desert Storm. I have the collection. Yeah, imagine if they did that on the cans. I think the they kind of probably did. I think but they like, had military support. Like here's the number one guy right yeah. now. We need to. Oh, uh, the most wanted. Yeah, they they should have. That was an old joke a comedian had. Is why don't we put the most wanted, the ten most wanted on beer cans? Yeah, you'd never like people would know who they are. We always find out who the most the FBI's most wanted guy is. Uh. Like when he's the most wanted, you know, like when he's done something. Like I wouldn't, I don't, who is it right now? No one knows. Yeah, I mean, Warren Jeffs got up there. The only reason I ever knew that was because after I saw the. Because Watkiss. Mike Watkiss. That's really like, the only reason anybody knows. Longer, yeah. they got him. Right. Usually it's, well, they knew where he was the whole time. If he's wanted, they're like, there he is. But they couldn't go get him. They had to get a thing. But yeah, you put him on beer cans. You put wanted things on beer cans. They used to put missing kids on milk cartons. Wanted people on beer cans. Now that's a use of a beer can. This guy brings up a point. No. I, I get the no press is no no press is you know all all bad press is good press. You know yeah, any press. Yeah. yeah, but how many weeks can a corporation take that big of a hit? Oh no, it can't. Well, it won't be sustained, and they know it. It, it just won't. It's just a you know, and it, it's a series. It's not like it's the permanent. Right. It'll camp. all go away, and people forget. And people also email saying, you know, Bud Light released this partnership with the trans rights person uh, after a trans person killed six people. 
Uh, so I, the I think timing that, of uh, it was, again, yeah. you know, it's beer. We all we all kind of turn a blind eye to where beer sits. It kills a lot of people as far as drunk driving and yeah. alcoholism and all sorts of. But we all to to you know cherry pick the one time that it's like oh the person on the beer can did horrible things and they represent everyone. I again I won't say that the person who shot up that school. Uh, did it because uh, maybe they did it because they're trans because they're crazy or whatever. They're a shooter away before they represent any group. I won't say they represent the group. <laughs> that, anybody who murders people no longer represents a large group of people. John, I didn't know Katie Hobbs' sister was on Saturday Night Live <laughs> yes. at one point. She sounds just she like does. Victoria Jackson. <laughs> and Victoria Jackson for the Lord. Man. Yeah, we're just tired of being force-fed stuff. I think that's. I think you're right. I think you're talking to the bartenders and stuff and having them say. I, and bartenders don't care. No. You're, as long as you're buying a drink, and guess what? it's Bud Coors or whatever. Your favorite bartender, if they're any good, will stand in front of you while you go, I'm not drinking any of that sissy tranny fluid. I've switched over to Coors Light. And you're going to hate this rainbow can, but here you go because they're in it too. And then they hand the Coors Light. And then down the bar, the very same bar, a guy will say to that same bartender, uh, you know, I just think it's crazy what's going on with this Bud Light. People have to uh, loosen up. And that bartender will be like, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. The, the bartender never will argue with you unless they're bad at bartending. They'll sit back and joke with you. It's all frivolous. You're going to pay me. I'm your best friend for the next hour or so. That's it. Opinions are bad for business. Terrible. I ain't when you're in the bar that. business. Yep. Give Terrible. me a white claw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not drinking any homosexual liquids. Yuck. God hates that. Now. Uh, what I want is an, a Midori Sour. <laughs> and if you could put some fruit in it. Not some pink nonsense. Something dark and green like a man. Yeah, Five fuzzy navels yeah, for my yeah, buddies yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My boys are lemon drops for everybody. I just, it's ridiculous. We all have to just loosen up a little bit. And I know everybody's like, if you loosen up, they'll take over. There's like eight of them. Don't worry about it. Again, like Trans Vengeance Day a few days ago, I think we outnumber them. If they got fired up enough to want to, quote, take over. And everybody's like, well, the schools, the schools. Okay, then be a parent. And tell your kid, you know, when the school, like Thomas Wells. The great Scotsman Thomas Wells, who went to the school after they made... His son hug another boy in front of the class for pushing him down and calling him a homo f word because this kid was doing kind of gay stuff to Thomas's son and like like teasing him. And then they're like, "No, you don't knock kids down. We hug." And when Thomas found out, he went into the classroom. You'll nay make my boy a f- right here in front of everybody. He's not doing any homo hugging. If I want my boy to hug someone, that's my decision. Your agenda. And you show up at the school and you scare the hell out of the liberal teacher with cat ears and, you know, whatever they're wearing. And you tell them, like, don't make my kid hug another boy if he doesn't want to. And call it inclusivity. Just don't. Just be a parent. No one can make your kids That's gay. That's the problem. Because <laughs> I remember the one, uh, we had a friend, there was a teacher and... They would do some stretching in the morning, you know, before the pledge, mm-hmm. and it was uh, some yoga moves. And the Ooh. parent came in. Yeah. Don't you be don't teaching do that, that black magic Eastern religion yeah, yeah. to I'm my kids? You. I agree. Just <laughs> teach them math. I don't know why teachers want to get involved in that. Keep it to jumping jacks. If I was a teacher, my my walls would be white. There'd be one thing written on it, and be shut up and sit down. This is not going to be fun for either of us. I'm not going to, and we're going to learn. 
pragmatic basics. And then I'm going to teach you about uh, ChatGPT. You're never going to have to learn a thing again. You have all the information right there on this website. And what we're here for, trying to teach you about diversity and inclusion. No, do that at home. I don't know why a teacher would want to do it. Because they're nuts. I don't know why a teacher wants to teach in the first place. Especially when everybody's shooting up. With that paycheck? Yeah, that, that paycheck, and now everybody's saying, you know, we should take a little away from the funding and have an armed officer at the schools all the time. I'm, like, I'm not against that, but again, if we had to have an armed guy walking around this building all the time, it would kind of make it a lot less fun. You know, if we had to have one. I know we've got one. His name's Brett. But if we had to have one, <laughs> oh, oh, if it was a dude walking around with, you know, a long rifle every day and he's down there. At the front desk. How you doing, Holmberg? Yeah, I mean, what's up? Shooter McGavin, how you doing? Oh, we can make that happen. Oh, we can do that. Brett would take that job. Oh. Brett would like to be the guy wandering around arm. Uh, this, one, this one says, on the Bud Light topic, uh, it's easy for me to be against them now, John. They went from supporting a cause to promoting the trans lifestyle. That's my position in anything. If anyone... Oh, and anyone, if they decide to promote a cause I believe is wrong, I can let them live their lives and support their rights peacefully. But as soon as they shove it in my face and tell me it's the right thing to do, I'm against them. Yeah. I think that's but what a lot are. of people are feeling. Yep. It's it's less about the trans people, and they're trying to make it about that, than it is just quit shoving this down my throat. Not every commercial has to have, like, you know, I, I hate to say this, but uh, I'm feeling, uh, you know, I'm not very represented anymore in commercials. There are no more heterosexual uh, white couples. <laughs> like, this is not a thing. I'm like, what happened to us? And people like you. Feeling is you're already there. Yeah, you're not going away. You already had it. Well, we yeah. can't go anywhere. There's that's what most of us are. You know, statistically, that's most. Why of the Why do United we need States. to brag about that? Yeah. Well, you guys, you've had your day. Like, I, I still want it though. If anything, you're just firing up groups of white people to go. We were winning. You're basically making uh, them lose. I want to take my country back. You start hearing crap like that. <laughs> Because most of the nation is wacky whites with, uh, you know, white, ugly wives. TV tells you different. Anyway, enjoy your beer, whatever it is. But it is awfully uh, strange that people are this fired up over it. There's a lot going on in the world. That seems to be something that really gets you. You start tapping into Budweiser and Bud Light, man, you're hitting the heart of America. If Ford had a tranny car, and you know what I mean. I get, you know, this is the, you know, you got the Harley Davidson F 150s. That's pretty sweet. But if they did the one where it's the, you know, this is the Dylan Mulvaney, uh, you know, this car transitions from sedan into a, a hatchback, so to speak. You'd be like, when? What? What the hell? I'm not driving. No more of that. Well, Ford believes that most people should transition. Ah! The furthest out they went was Probe, and they stopped making that. Look, I know. Give me a Kia. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Rid I'm of going to Korea. Screw this. Uh, well, I know that the, the electric Mustang has transitioned from yeah. a muscle car into whatever the hell that is, and that didn't make people happy. That's worse than the, the transsexuals on a beer <laughs> to a lot of Mustang guys. Yeah. I happen to think they're very cool, to be honest. I saw one on the road the other day. I'm like, it's probably the coolest Mustang I've seen in a while, and they're very fast. Next one up, I, I you know believe, will be the uh, Camaro. Are they I think they're going to bring it back yeah. into a... Electric. I've. Have you been in the Ford Mustang? Have you seen it? Uh, Hopkins. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joy has one, and man, oh man, they're very cool and they're super fast. So you know, they, people just want them to rumble. They're quiet. It's kind of neat. Anyway, we're all transitioning. 
Tom Fairman brings up an interesting point. How come there's no handicapped people on beer? That's a good point. You want a Hawkins can? Yeah, or? why is it like transitioning? Like a dude who's like in... Like, where's the representation of that group of people? Where, why is it always just gay and trans that makes us diverse? Where's the representation of the... You know, a dude just... Like a, a Stephen Hawkins with a tube and a, and a straw all the way back to the bar to the Bud Light. This is the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's right. Diversity. It's all a ploy, a sham. Nonsense. You're not being represented. You're being exploited. Period. Take that. Uh, I like talking about it, though, because it fascinates me. And Kid Rock started it. Who would have known in 2023 Kid Rock would be at the top of the mountain with the flag leading the hillbillies? Who knew? Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. No matter where our genitals are, it's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Brady just found out that the Bud Light cans weren't even for sale. I thought everybody knew that part. Maybe no. they don't. Yeah, I didn't. I. Yeah, that was a commemorative can for just that weird person. Almost basically a one-off for the person? Or Pretty maybe much. they made a little batch or yeah, something. I don't know. But they, they just canned it and gave it to her to influence. To, be a, to congratulate that person for their one-year anniversary of... You know, because I thought of, at one time I saw it in a six-pack and actually like 16-ounce cans. But, but they then, weren't selling them. It wasn't like a yeah. big movement. They just gave them away and then that influencer held them up. So look, Bud, it's like Bud Light giving somebody an award. And I, But, you know, I've gotten several emails saying if Bud Light wants to promote a mental uh, illness, they can do it. I, I look at it, Jesse Ventura taught me this. <laughs> when I read that the beginning of his book, I didn't finish the book. It got silly. But in the beginning, he said, when I got into politics, the first thing I realized was Republicans and Democrats, independents and all of them are all the same. And their goal is to make us argue about something that's ridiculous while they do things you can't imagine behind the scenes and shake hands doing it. You should have finished the book because at the end of the book, just like a politician, yeah. he says, you know what? I changed my mind. Yeah. It, it really is a good thing. Well, he realized how to play the game. Yeah. They tried it with uh, abortion. <laughs> They're always trying to put something out there that makes us bicker and cry and whine and scream at each other. And, and meanwhile, uh, God knows where the money's going. It's been a sleight of hand from the beginning. And by the way, Kid Rock has decided to say instead of Bud Light, he has now got a new tie to a beer called Happy Dad. And Happy Dad is one he's promoting, saying, Happy Dad's my new one, screw, you know, Bud Light, and he's been, uh, he's at a UFC fight with Happy Dad. Uh, the person that Happy Dad first hired to promote them was uh, a little lady called Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner said, Everyone switch to Happy Dad. Bud Light's gone too far. Caitlyn Jenner's words, because she's an, a paid spokesman for Happy Dad beer. <laughs> it's, stop it. Just everybody just stop it. You're not, nobody's, nobody can possibly be this upset. 
But I did get a lot of emails from people saying, you know, it's a mental illness. And that's what I miss about the world. You should be allowed to think that, too. And no one should take your job. Some guy emailed and said, John, let's put it in terms everyone can understand. Uh, being a sports fan. First, being a racist doesn't mean you hate other races. It means you believe your race is superior, which is very true. Same with being a sexist. I don't feel like my race and sex are superior. Uh, um, being a white male isn't the easiest thing in the world all the time. I think we're all inherently a little bit bigoted, racist, and sexist, and it has to be okay. I've never hated another race because I see differences in culture, and I have to respect that. Same with sports. I respect your Steelers, John, because they're a good team with great culture. But if everyone started telling me, no, 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 you have to love the Steelers. If you don't, uh, it's terrible. We had Steelers Day every year, and Bud Light made only Steelers cans. I would start hating the Steelers more. Right. It's a divisive way to handle things. And especially if you start, if you like went to work, and if you didn't like the Steelers, there was a chance you're going to lose your job because you hated all Steelers and all Steeler fans. It's it, it's just senseless. Uh, like we have to just take a step back and wrap our minds around what's real, like real and, problems. And accepting that to a degree, you just got to be more acceptance. Well, be, just stop caring so much. Nothing's well, bugging you. Like everybody cares too much about everything. Settle down. You're not that. Hey, you're not that important. Think social media. You're not that important. Your opinion's not that important. And uh, things that are going on around you aren't that important. All things will pass. Again, your protest of Nike is over. Nike's having the biggest years they've ever had in the last couple of years. So that whole thing, Nike's going to go out of business. The NFL, everybody protested the NFL. It's, I was on that thing thinking, they're 10 years out. They're screwing up so bad. They were done. Last year, eight of the top 10 uh, live pro, uh, television shows on television, and eight of the top 10 yearly highest rated shows on network TV were NFL shows. Uh, come on. Our protests are fleeting at best. And it is sort of, you know, it's my Alex Jones. It's all sort of by design, boys. They get you drinking that tranny fluid and you start you start believing the magic tricks. Keep an eye on the other hand. Slide a hand. They want you to be a homosexual, amphibious human being. Doesn't pay attention to the balloons floating over the top of you. I just don't get it. I personally find transsexuals hilarious. Always have, always will. I was raised that way. Benny Hill made me laugh with it. Monty Python made me laugh with it. Uh, Robin Williams made me laugh with it. And uh, when I see it in the streets, I still laugh. I see a guy in a dress and it's identifiable. Hilarious. Hilarious. One of the most right-wing people I know in this world. Got bamboozled by a dude in a dress once and made out with him. That's what I'm saying. Most of the people, I, I, I find them hilarious, like <laughs> yeah. you're saying, until like the Kim Petras right. in the world come around. Ooh, and then you know I what he did? get tricked by that. You know yeah. what he did? He got tricked and he realized at that moment, not only did I get tricked, but I have to be honest with myself, I enjoyed the evening. I don't think he went all the way. No. Because oh. there was a package. There was a, there was uh, a lot of sword fighting. The Brett person had- got thrown out of the house. Let's just say that. <laughs> Well, but not being honest up front. There it was wasn't a speed like an, bump. It wasn't a hate thing. Right. It was like, why didn't you tell me this before yeah. we got going? Right. Like, when I felt your erection, I was exactly. upset about that because I, I've been sold a bill of goods uh, falsely. This is a bait and switch. But uh, I give it to him. He owns the story. He, not you know. only does he own the story, he admits it was pretty good. Like, there was a lot good going on there. Another of our friends who is not crazy right wing bottomed out in someone that used to be. And it's a great story, too, because he tells it like, I'm not a big guy. And I was bottoming out in this thing, like just crushing this shallow thing. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And finally, the person told me, 
I used inside to be out. a man. It's an inside out uh, package. You're like, well, I was enjoying it while it lasted. <laughs> Remember uh, the comedian, uh, I forgot his name, the uh, Mexican guy, Espa- Felipe Esparza, yeah. had three days with a dude with a dick and didn't know it. And Whoa, just, yeah. Really? He's like, you he know what? He was kind of high. Well, he was a little bit high and a little bit drunk. And the first day, he's like, hey, get off me. And then he's like, well, wait a minute, that felt really good. <laughs> And so he spent a weekend in a, you know, a drug He's vendor. He's like, you know, I got to end this. After a while, it's like, I can't tell my friends, but I really like the weekend. <laughs> That's the big thing is the fear of being fooled. And people hate being fooled. Hate being fooled. We got real problems in this world. New York City just had a job opening filled for rat czar. The mayor just hired a rat czar. Well, to nobody f- likes a Remember rat. No, it was, no, not one of those. Oh, not, okay, not your right. It was oh, back. Okay. It was available. We did the little story on yeah. it. Yeah, if you wanted to do it. And it pays pretty good. Well, it's New York City, so yeah. depending on where you live, it looks like it pays good if you live in El Paso, but if it's you know a couple hundred grand and you're sweeping rats up, all the, that is a job that can't be, you're never going to solve that no. issue. Uh, it's, it's crazy. But, but the title is awesome. I would rather have an entire community. What would you rather have? And this is a good question to ask the Bud Light Angries. You live in an apartment building that's all transsexual or people just like you but covered in rats. I bet you there's a group of them go, give me the rats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't do it. I would, I would look, if it, if it took dancing with a transsexual every day to get rid of rats, if that was the cure, I'd be dancing. Rats are horrifying. The rats will keep out of your way. Those trannies won't. Yeah. Yeah, like everybody always talks about living in a gay neighborhood or something. I'd be yeah. the first to move into a gay neighborhood. It's uh, trust me. Gonna be, I, I'll be the slob of the neighborhood. That everybody's yeah. yards manicured. Parties. Is, yeah. I'm telling you, I didn't know until it happened to me. The parties, the hilarity, the jokes, the bigotry. I've never known. <laughs> I've never known how judgmental and hilarious being with, uh, a, like having gay neighbors is. It is the best. They're, they're my favorite people. And am I worried that that's going to make me gay? No. I've seen it. It's horrifying. It's still too much hair for me. <laughs> but they're fun. And everything's clean. And property values go through the moon. And they're doing a remodel. Yeah. It's amazing. But yeah, I'm a rat czar. You live in a place where you have to have a, a person whose job it is to manage and control the massive rat problem that sweeps through New York that's been there for ages. And gone, it's gotten so bad, New York's like, that's enough. There was a certain level of tolerance with rats in New York. When I was there, I was at the Empire Hotel at the uh, southern end of, this, of Central Park, a hotel empire. And my, my view was down into the uh, trash area. So I was on like the 12th, 13th floor, and I would look down into this little alley where they dumped all the garbage. And at night, it, the, the ground was moving. And I watched what I think was a rat king. Of tangled rats yeah. moving in unison around this dumpster. And, you know, a dude would come out with trash. from. There was a bar at the bottom of the hotel. And he'd come out and you'd hear clunk, 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 clunk. And look out the window and he's just sweeping them out. Didn't It didn't phase him. And I'm like, that wasn't enough to have a rat czar. What's going on now? Because have you ever seen a New York rat? They're the size of a, of a house cat. Two, and three pounds. They're huge. So they got a rat czar. And then I saw, uh, I had saved this one. Uh, I think I found the worst way to die. Like people say fire or getting bonked in the head or I know I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about this. Jesus. <laughs> but a dude in Fulton County Jail in Atlanta died in his cell because he was eaten alive by bugs. 
Oh, I know. How do you not wake up from that and start brushing your... He was so used to having bugs on him, bed bugs, insects in the cell, that at night he fell asleep and they ate him to death. He woke up and the cause of death is infestation. It's horrifying. Shut down his system somehow Just when he fell asleep. They ate him. They became, he became more bug than man. Isn't that nuts? Uh, the deterioration of his body was so bad that the person who found him couldn't look at him. They had nibbled and snacked on him for so much during the night that he was like an unrecognizable thing. God. That is the worst punishment you can receive. They're not checking on the cells there too often. (laughs) You're not. not, I mean, you'd think there'd be. You're you're just going through the motions. You're not really poking your head and giving a a real thorough inspection. But yeah, he was housed in a a place that was... uh, like it would, the person says, Mr. Thompson was housed in what was a place that was not fit for a diseased animal. Uh, someone needs to be held accountable for his death. Yeah, the exterminator. Shouldn't they have a guy wandering through there shooting some poison in this? I... Did they say what kind of insect? Bed bugs, mostly. I didn't know that could happen. I didn't know they could eat you until you were dead. It's because he was drinking Bud Light before he went in. <laughs> right, That's why. He deserves it. Where's that guy's commemorative cans? <laughs> It had to be drugged out of his mind. You would, because by, we're by normal. But again, yeah, if you start getting exactly. used to having that on you at night, and it's like, hey, I'm kind of immune to it. And the next thing you know, you're just getting snacked on so much that they get you. That has got to be the single worst death ever. It has to be. I can't imagine, a, like, you know. That could have been quite peaceful. Nibbled you know? on. By, well, you were at least asleep. People say yeah. they want to die in their sleep, but How? <laughs> There might have been a particular part where a nightmare was happening. And- I'm so itchy, it's just not even fun anymore. Bed bug death. Man, that's about as bad as it gets. Because I can imagine, like, you know, being stung. Those stories where people are stung to death by bees or wasps and stuff. I'm hor- I don't ride my bike starting about now until June because the bees... Like, I've run through those swarms and, uh, you know, you have Piesta Squaw Peak and stuff, and you're flying through there, and you'll see that black cloud, and you can hear it, mm, and they have signs up saying, oh, careful, there's bees everywhere. I don't like it. And I went through once when they were starting to move, and I went down in this little drop-off and just peppered my helmet in my face. Didn't get stung. But I rode faster that day than I've ever ridden in my life to get away from that thing. I was scared to death. At the re- I didn't know where the rest of the swarm was, but you could hear the hum. And then you read about people who've been stung to death. It's usually in their throat. Like, that's where they get it. Like, the outside of their bodies can get stung where they crawl in your ears and your nostrils. They get in your mouth because you're screaming. you got to breathe. And then you've just been there in. It's Candyman. I think bug death might be the way, my, my like, most horrifying way. And... The fact Awful. that uh, this guy, um, LaShawn Thompson was the guy's name, yeah. was in for simple battery, yeah, misdemeanor. He, he just knocked some people around. Don't go to jail. Try to avoid jail at all costs. How about that one? He was placed in the psychiatric wing. That's where. No, he's a nutbag. You still yeah, shouldn't be eating bit, alive by I, bugs. I can just remember when I did uh, that, that play in, in college at the... Athens Mental Health Center. The <laughs> now keep in mind, Brady's telling this story. He was not a resident. 
the college had decided. You say that as if like I was at the Athens Mental Health yeah, Center. People I spent might some time have, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was next door to Brady's College, which oh, okay. I right, personally now. think Brady mistook for the college and spent more time there than actual school. I was uh, I graduated with honors from that school. That's right. Then you went and performed for the Nuts and in incorporated plays. Nuts in the yes, cast. They were in it. It's the well. first like kind of crossover deal. Anyway. I just remember the facilities. They were all constantly fighting uh, off bed bugs, no, silverfish. Sure. And that's pretty popular yeah. in college dorms, yeah. too. Yeah. I have to, you know, I'm going to ask your, your brother. Yeah. After, you know, your, your slanted views of your upbringing and things, whether or not you actually did go to college, because your handwriting is evidence that that's possibly not a thing. And that you were admitted into an insane asylum. Didn't for need four the years. handwriting too often in college. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, well, you needed it. Only to sign stuff. This you just may have confirmed it for me. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people need to write things in college, especially in the eighties. Uh, I'm going to ask your brother if, in fact, we didn't. It was you're typing. You're mm-hmm, you're turning mm-hmm, in your mm-hmm. papers. That's right. I'm not so sure you were in college. I think you may have been admitted and told you were in college, and you've skewed this memory. And we're going to find out through a few questions that, oh, no, Brady didn't go to Ohio University. He was at the institution for a couple of years, and we just told him it was college. Because i that's a weird thing. Like, I don't know anybody. You know, they, I, actually, I, there was some writing involved, mm-hmm. but I did um, hire another student to type the papers. That's smart. Another girl, she would charge, right. you know. Ten bucks a page because you'd still be in but college. she would have to. I'd have to write the yeah. stuff out. And but you, well, I feel terrible for her. And again, there's another delusion that you know you were writing papers and a lady was typing them, handing them in for yes, I'll do this for you, Mister Bogan. You just enjoy your nap. That's right. Because I don't know that ASU Wait. does too many plays for the insane asylum on Twenty Fourth. Yeah, I and, and, don't uh, think so. <laughs> and Van Buren. But you, you guys did plays with them. You interacted only a the lot. one one yeah, time. That's all it takes, Brady. Anytime you interact with the that uh, facility is uh, residents, look at it, it's in every horror movie sure. out there. It's because it was built in the late eighteen hundreds. This is look a light bulb's gone off in my head that Brady may have actually been a, a resident of this place. <laughs> Not a lot of plays where you get to interact with the nutbags. <laughs> Not, just just a thought in my head. I'll ask Tom while he's here. Your brother's here. He'll pop in later. I'm like, hey, over here. That's. Uh, Bunny and Torp, they, no, they're went, not, they they're, went to it. They're not going to. Well, they went to the play at the yeah. insane asylum for yeah. their son? Okay, you've confirmed it. it. You in were in a courtyard. <laughs> the college is going to do some uh, interaction with the insane asylum. Oh, we'll come down for that. Yeah, this doesn't add up anymore. I don't know how I haven't had questions about that one in the past, but now I'll ask your brother. He'll know. He'll tell me. Don't tell Brady. It'll break his heart. <laughs> we had him uh, committed for a couple of years, and we told him it was college. It's a good time, boy. I tell you what, Bogan, you never you doing plays. Was Brenneman in the play? For the no, Brenneman was no, not. No, two other fraternity brothers were though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fraternity brothers. That's what they're calling them. <laughs> That's what I think. You spent two years at college and then two years in an insane asylum, and they they let you loose. <laughs> we have. Uh, I wish I could fair. introduce you to Gary Crow. In for he was uh, one of the patients that were in it. <laughs> How you doing, Gary? You're goddamn nut. Yeah, you could start saying the nut. one of the other patients. It is rare to let the general population just wander around with uh, the insane. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, you know, at that time, the facility, the people were, yeah. there's some that are in there on a voluntary basis. Sure, sure. But they just stay there. 
and they sure. can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I went down to the uh, night no. of the play. Gary Crow found a forty ounce Miller underneath one of the things, and he had he drank it. Yeah. I'm gonna write a movie about you. What are you doing? You were in an insane asylum. You don't even know it. It's Ohio University was a mirage. That's an interesting thought. Because I think if we went right down now and said, hi, uh, correctional facility for the mentally challenged and insane, uh, we'd like to put on a play and have them act with us. They'd be like, no, you don't want to be. No, 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 no. You're not doing that. Well, the whole thing started because there was a girl that was volunteering part of her major with psychology and stuff. And so she did hours up there at the mental health center. And it's up on top of a hill. It's crazy. It is eerie. Scott Haynes says, I saw this, but it's called, Brady's play was called One Who Lumbered Around the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> That's probably it. I'm going to go up to the nut house. It was amazing how much the patients there, because there's a guy, Fred, he was 6'9". Yeah. He was like chief on One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Wouldn't talk much. And you got to interact with all these people? Only on our uh, rehearsals. We we went up there like two times a week. And basically, we wouldn't give them... Um, very many lines because sure. of the medication they wouldn't and insanity yeah right yeah you don't really you can't really not a reliable actor uh somebody who's medicated for their instability mentally brett are you following this are you yeah, i'm this trying yeah. i'm trying are you with me or with him on this what do you think you might have been I, i'm with you on this one i got I'm one of the actors from the college. That's right. That's How did we right. get into this anyway? I don't know. I just, <laughs> we just, I all know. of a sudden, we're talking about Brady's acting abilities <laughs> yeah. at the insane asylum. Well, because he brought it up. Like, when I used to go to the insane asylum. <laughs> Which no one says, because unless of you're the, in it. Because of the, the cleanliness of the facilities or what they're always struggling to battle. Dorms and yeah, the rats all that. And there. Yeah, you've had experience. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I got questions. You should have more. It's good times. Do you know anybody who's ever said that? Uh, we used to go over to Timmy and say. <laughs> you did? Yeah, the asylum was next door, and I was allowed to meander around freely. You were? That makes you a patient. We couldn't wander around feel, uh, freely. There were certain areas were restricted. Yeah, I would hope. Right, leaving the facility, heading out to the general population. Yeah, I understand. You were, you were restricted. It's called being incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed to leave all the time. But me and the nutbags hung out, and then we did plays. Oh, well, yeah, that, that adds up. Yeah, immediately email us if you were also an actor for the insane and tell me what college degree you got from that. Hmm. And I didn't even get it. It had nothing to do with college credits. That's right, Brady. I know. It was just time served. We understand. Ooh, we have to look into his past. I should have vetted better 20 years ago. <laughs> You're late now, pal. I want to make you mad. <laughs> You're very entertaining. You should lay down for a little bit. Have a nap. People enjoy you. You're a very likable man. Brett, get the gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you got all this going on. Uh, also, uh, contract negotiations. Now, I'm going to start uh, dealing with that soon. I have to. Uh, and not because I'm greedy or want more. I still like doing the job. I still have fun doing it. Uh, it's been an option, so I'm going to start talking to Trip uh, this week. And not because of money. Or, uh, you know, time at the, you can keep the contract to end the same day it ends right now. Uh, so long as we add one thing to my contract, I'm going to make a, a public beef here about our work conditions. My new contract will include access to the goddamn air conditioning panel. We can't touch <laughs> it. God. They treat us like we're four years old and it's two degrees in here. The joke's on us. Now, if we go over and try to move, 
there's a there's a six year old governor on it. Like you know, you, if you're over six, you're not allowed to. We're not allowed to touch the the instruments. We can't we can't manipulate It'll dial the down for a brief second, and then it goes right back to it. You it's can't. an Arctic chill. I, I'm wearing shorts for the first time this year, and it's you know it's a nice day outside. It's nicer outside than it's like 61 degrees in here, and we but it says it's 75. So yeah. I want to play with that. Now the person in charge of it said that they allow us two degrees either way. That's done nothing. It, it does. There's no way that that happens because it does go back. Yeah. It goes back on its own. Right. Within yeah, it's five all, seconds. We've been lied to again. So my my new I will I will I swear to God my days at KUPD will end if we can't come to an agreement where I'm allowed to, t- to have access to the panel. It's in the room. It teases us. It's behind the goddamn door every day. Get precision air in here. Let's just get well, this handled. I've offered that to Eric, and he said he, he would do it. All right. Well, let's but, do it. What but again, I contractually, I don't have it. So right now, the rules stand. It could be done in 24 hours. We have to be treated like children. <laughs> now, what we have to do is be more artists. We have to act like, I can't do this show unless the temperature is, like you said, Anita Baker, the great singer, wouldn't take the stage until the humidity level was just right. Sammy Davis and Jr. temperature. Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. was a stickler for Whitney temperature. Houston. Temperature, because well, it messes with your throat. Yeah. Temperature of the uh, facility, humidity levels, they were all ranging and in the contract. That's what I need. A contract writer that says, if I can't touch the uh, air conditioning uh, unit, the, the panel... Uh, I'm not showing up to work that day. So that's why you couldn't come in last week, huh? The temperature was wrong in the studio. And- I don't know what's going on. Who's changing the filters? Because I'm <laughs> clearly not breathing right. We want it. We, we're all helpless to this, and it's it's blowing the coldest air on me right now. Like it's freezing over here. I wore shorts yesterday for the first time this year, and I'm back in yeah. pants today. In the middle of the first break this morning, I looked over at Brett, who's not exactly the least masculine guy in the room, and he's got his hands on his shoulder, and he's going, <laughs> he's freezing. He literally made a face like, I'm cold. It's, it's uncomfortable, and we need, and it's more insulting than anything else. We're not allowed to have, we have to ask Papa to turn the air conditioner up and down, and it doesn't work properly. And besides that, I look, Toledo's in a, a coat. I, so I left this morning without it, and I'm like, oh, we're going to that studio. I need my coat. I better grab my blankie. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then for no reason at all yesterday, I'm sweating like a pig over here, and Brady's like, the air's hitting me. It's like an, an Arctic front, so whoever's in control of it, it isn't working right anyway. Our own atmospheric river. Yeah, we're going to have a storm in here because sometimes it's 93 over here and 22 by Brady. And in the middle, there's going to be a storm. It's insanity. And that's my only, my con. I'm not a very good negotiator, uh, but that's my contract negotiation. Last, last contract negotiation, I thought I was being sly when Tripp said, what do you want? Anything. Over dinner, I'm like, I want my own bathroom. Done. Sign here. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, we didn't negotiate a penny yet. Just got my own can and it was worth it. This time, I'm a Japanese toilet in my bathroom and access to the damn air conditioning. Without having to call David, uh, you know, the guru of all things engineering in this building, and wake him up at 5 because there's icicles hanging off of the vents. It's terrifying in here. It's I'm, You know what we're going to start doing? I'm going to bring my solo stove. And we're just going to light little fires. You like still holders. have it? Oh, I got two of them. They're great. Once you figure them out, they're awesome. You just got to build a small fire so inside. You've, you've turned the page on Well, the first page was it said it was smokeless. And yeah. then I'm like, well, hold on a second, John. That's your fault. No fire is smokeless. But what it does do, if you build a small fire inside of it first, heat the, heat get the it, can. Get it going. And then it's less smoke. 
There we go. Than like your average fire. It doesn't chase you around. Then the solo system I'm works. I'm a believer. Well, it's just a, it's a garbage can. It's a, it's a fancy garbage can with wood in it. It's a hobo can. But it's going to be burning in this room all summer, which is the worst part. You guys want anything in the contract? Do you have anything in mind? Is that pretty good? I think we're... I don't know. Maybe new parkas if we're not going to get yeah, access or, or to the Or Hubbard buys his coats. <laughs> gets his proper... Proper outfitting. No, no, don't give them that option. They'll do that They'll before do the they get here. That's true. <laughs> we don't trust that you won't turn the air conditioner up to 140. We're not crazy people. Well, Brady is. He's been in an asylum. But we're not <laughs> insane. The per- Just let me have access to it. Give me a key. I'll be the gatekeeper to this. It's horrible in here sometimes. The truth of the matter is nobody knows how to make it work. That's, That's the real issue. Yeah, when Mike came in here that day, he was just like, oh. yeah. The, the real matter is, well, you guys aren't allowed to touch it because the 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 geniuses that run engineering and IT can't figure it out. So and they Marcus act like lied to us for how long? Years, years. Well, there's a reason why you don't have access to the panel because blah blah. blah. No, it's because you guys, not you guys, you guys can't figure out how it. I works. think it's tied in because the most important part is the equipment. In that other room that has to be at meat locker level. That's a, that's a, a different away. unit. Though. That's yeah. a different and they probably have unit. It has its own AC unit. Yeah. Every one of those machines has its own unit. That room has My theory nothing is to do with it. it. It's, the programming's tied into that. They don't want to... Saddam's Palace, which is what we're in, is beautiful. But it was, it was haphazardly thrown together at certain levels. And I think that's one of the areas where, like, we don't know what this thing is doing. And we just have to lock everything and act like we know what's going on. And they just pretend to know? They don't know. They, they have no idea. The crazy part is Mike can rebuild the Whopper computer back there from War Games. <laughs> we can't get our, air conditioning, can't get our air conditioning thermostat to work. People are right. loading up on this one. Hey, oh, yeah. John, just put one of those solar reflective blankets in your purse. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> what, Okay, I'm normally with you on that until you sit in this room every that's day and you're right. like, there are people in we coats. All are. It's, it's weird. John, you sound like a woman bitching yeah. when it's cold. Trust me. When the AC is on. Brady ain't complaining. Yes, he is. Yes, yes, we pussy. all are. Brady's in a coat. <laughs> I've adapted. He's, he's, he's adapted to summer coat wearing. <laughs> I'm going to put coats on inside. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's a pain to yeah. have a... Uh... All I'm saying is, I just want to touch it. I want to be able to touch it. Treat me like an adult. It would be like a, a hall monitor at your work. Yeah. <laughs> this one says, absolutely not the temperature. It stays where it stays. I want to see those nips, sign Trip Reed. <laughs> and maybe that's it. He just likes my nips popping. Because they pop. I don't know. That is my contract negotiation. Again, not a very strong negotiator. But I'll tell you what. I might as well be a tranny. I shrink up inside myself in this room. <laughs> when you have to go outside to feel comfortable and it's 100 degrees outside, you're like, Whew. And we're not allowed to touch it. That's the bigger thing. I think it's just this treating us like we're idiots. But meanwhile, fix it. In the county that perfected Tent City, you guys are bitching about AC. <laughs> perfected. I mean, talk to <laughs> the people at Tent yeah. They were standing in electrified water a lot. But I'm, I'm surprised we're not. Yeah. And I'm not bitching about the AC. I'm bitching about the, uh, that I can't touch it. Right. That Could we- you imagine at home? If your wife was in control of the thermostat and you went over and you're like, I want to do that, but you've got a lock. And she goes, well, let me get the key so you can move it one degree. <laughs> you'd, you'd want to punch her in the face. Now, your boss is doing it. It's more of a principle thing that I'm not allowed to touch it than it is that I'm even cold. Holmberg, turn around and grab your can of Bud Light and shut the F up. <laughs> I will. 
I'm transitioning as you speak because the air is, is freezing my dick off. Anyway, that's my negotiation, and that's a strong one. And I wish I had more support from the people, but clearly you're all so tough. And I bet you guys have access to your thermostat. Right. Watch your boss take that away and how fast you'd be like, wait a minute. Don't treat me like I'm six. You're not allowed to touch that. You're a bad boy. I, the, and the worst part is when we said, hey, can we have access? Says, yes, you can move it two degrees either way. Right. They put limits on it so we can go from 61 to 63 or 59. But they also. But it doesn't work. And it well, doesn't do anything. That, but then they didn't allow us access to the fan. So the one day we came in here when we got the access to that, we couldn't turn the fan down. <laughs> right. I don't think our thermostat's even real. I don't, I don't either. I think, I think it's, it's just a, it's a dummy for it's us an, to feel it's comfortable. It's made by Otis. Yeah. Put a dummy one in there and let them feel like they're doing stuff. <laughs> this guy says, I love that phrase that you just said. I heard it out of context. John Holmberg, I want to touch it like an adult. <laughs> You're right. Sign the Dalai Lama. Uh, so that's just that's my main beef right now. And speaking of beef, you're not going to have beef for a while. Did you see the uh, cattle explosion? What was it 18,000? 18, 18,000 cows were blown up. <laughs> That's what? a lot of steak. There was a fire. Was it? Where was it? Indiana or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a fire explosion. It's the largest uh, unintentional cattle death in the history of uh, cattle, I suppose, since a meteor. That's just Cajun style. It's blackened. It's fine. Just, <laughs> just we can still sell it. Somebody yeah, light some fertilizer. <laughs> There's burnt ends right there. there. cook out there. My there. guess is... The Red Cross has tons of planes floating over Africa right now, just dumping burnt-up dead cattle on top of the... Like it's a bonanza for them. It's a buffet. There's no way we waste all that. 18,000 cows blew up uh, in some sort of cattle fire, ranch fire. And uh, they showed the smoke, and then they realized, you know, when you're watching on the news, like, the smoke is from dead cows. It's not really right. even like a... It's not like a, a field fire or a building fire. Stop driving to the fire. <laughs> you don't want to be near this, although I bet... And was it dairy seen... or... A... I don't know, Brady. That's just a bunch of cows. It's just a cattle so... killing. Yeah, milk will go up. Yeah. Or meat will... and they'll find yeah. a reason to get it all up. Bet you it was... Yeah. No, no, it says it's in uh, Texas, actually. There it's it is. Texas, yeah. yeah. Look at that. A huge explosion and they killed 18,000 that. cows. That's, that's all beef. I would imagine that's a slaughterhouse. Dairy cows are allowed outside. A building would be. Castro know. County. Is your dad near there? I don't know when you have counties in Texas. Also, this morning, something you're going to want to stick around for. Uh, do you remember the other day when Jill from downstairs, we had our, our Easter keg party? Oh, you're done. You can't defend yourself yet either. No, I can't. Our boy's at it again. <laughs> oh, no. So, our Easter keg party at Mavericks. Now, let's recap. Uh, you know, we're going to get Brady for being in an insane asylum. Toledo's left many bills behind. His credit card's been declined in front of me hilariously because he went to the Lego store and overdid it. Ed, Ed and then couldn't have, with the math. And then couldn't go uh, get his family dinner because too many Legos. <laughs> My favorite day ever, standing next to that. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the, uh, the never paid Dom when you were, in, you were the commissioner of the Fantasy Football League because of... Uh, well, he was embezzling from the fantasy football. There's no <laughs> doubt. Was, uh, no was, doubt. Nice job, Madoff. Everybody but first place got paid. That was 10 years ago. Dom's still bitter, and he should be. He played a whole year of fantasy football, only to have the commissioner tell him. Which is the worst. You're the unfunded. champion. It's unfunded. But everyone else is yeah, Second place and third paid. place got uh, cut. Were you in third place? Yes, Toledo? he was. He got he got his own. No, I don't think. Oh, I it was a full embezzlement. I don't think I placed it. <laughs> Sorry, there's been there's no we we have to file bankruptcy in our fantasy football league. Uh, and then of course the the famous Hooters night where Toledo went and uh, you know 
Share Left the, cash share the table. on the table. Share the table with listeners in the next day. The listeners are like, hey, Toledo ski-daddled on the bill, by the way. Uh, well, <laughs> Not true. At, well, it was too many. There's too much fire in that to, to be. The, the smoke was all around you. And everybody said you just walked out. Maybe you left some money, but it was Late. like 12 bucks, and the bill was like $300. Well, it's all adding up now because Mavericks last uh, Friday night, Jill, the sales lady downstairs, uh, told the bartender and the and the owners who, who were gracious enough to host this for us and with us, and they do a great job and everything else, uh, were uh, basically said, Jill said, hey, I'm going to leave my credit card here. Uh, we're going to take care of you guys. You're being great. She had to leave, so she, who did she give the card to? So she shows up on Monday and said, hey, Toledo's got my card. I'm like, worst mistake ever. <laughs> A story's coming from this. And where is he? Well, when Jill gets here, she's going to tell the story of Richard and the credit card. Oh, no. There's trouble. <laughs> oh, 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 and it's created, it's created extra drives to Mavericks. Let's just put it that way. There's been a lot of maneuvers. I'm helping client relations. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> Toledo blew it. You put him in charge of a credit card for less than an hour. And all hell broke loose at Mavericks with somebody else's card. His credit's so bad that when he touches your card, it doesn't work right. But I'll tell you what, I didn't know this part of Toledo, and it really makes me think less of him. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't hear, wait. Yeah, when you hear this story, you'll be like, wow. Hurry up, Jill. Get in. Yeah, Jill's going to hurry up, Jill. Be early today. But, yeah, you're going to hear the story of Toledo in charge of someone else's card, and you'll be like, whoa, that's low. <laughs> That's a low move. I still nope, nope. say that Dom was lower than this. So. You've got worse. I mean, that's if your best defense is, oh, I've done worse than that. <laughs> yeah. I don't put this. Yeah. Maybe this, top isn't even, five. this isn't even Come in the on, category man. of bad. But really, it's it's reputational damage to not only the station, but an individual named Jill Short. Re- and I'm not kidding. So her name is Reputate- Mud right now. Destroyed. And she had to go. Not only did she had to go try to fix that because of Toledo's actions, she had to try to throw him under the bus. And they're like, we don't care who it was. This is a disaster. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Jill told me yesterday and whispered it to me because it was too embarrassing to say in front of other people. <laughs> She'll be here in a little while. and We'll get the full story from our sales lady, Jill. She told me, and I'm like, come up tomorrow morning. First thing, I'm going to watch your car pull in the parking lot. You hightail it right into the studio, and you put him, I believe that's called On Blast. And you let everybody know. <laughs> oh, it's Kristen. Damn. The tale of Toledo. <laughs> Financial advisor. And then and the listeners remember my first email. I bet you're glad you never lent him that money before that divorce. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Crazy town to go. Here you go. Now, cash, I don't know if you can blow that, but you can wreck somebody's credit in a second. You could probably wreck my credit with cash. I'm not sure how you did it, but boy, Toledo. It's embarrassing what he's done. But keep your eyes open for Jill's car. Toledo Schwab, huh? And wave her up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wave her up immediately. It will make you dis... Like, it'll be like, not only is your boy at it again, the people that hate Toledo on the email, oh, the ammunition you're going to have for years on this one. He's going to get a new nickname, I'll tell you that. And it won't be Big Dick. <laughs> it might be, but it won't mean what it's, it should. It's hilarious. I was giggling like a schoolgirl. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of uh, musical right, Wake-up song time. Of course, brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Get on out of the trails because it is mountain bike season. 
watch out for the bees and wasps, but uh, you need to get that bike tuned up. You need a new one. You need the accessories. You need the knowledge. Just go to Action Ride Shop over there on Gilbert Road in Southern, or check them out on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else on the socials, actionrideshop.com. We have Volbeat on the list. Uh, Slayer, Strapping Young Lad, Sepultura, Mastodon, A Day to Remember. But f- considering our conversation this morning about Bud Light, yeah. I think we should do dead, anti-everything. Yeah, we're against it all. That pretty much seems like everybody's uh, stance right now. I'm against it. Just be like me, you know? That's the best advice I can give. Uh, laugh at men in dresses and move on with your life. It's still funny. We don't have to all pander down to the fact that it is. And it's very funny to see a grown man in a dress. And especially if it's trying to be sexy. Oh, that's hysterical. Sometimes downtown, I'll see some six foot three inch man in a bandeau top and a short miniskirt, and I just giggle, and it's the best feeling in the world, and I don't get angry. And, uh, you know, he's going to wander around and look like that. I find it funny, and I always will. And trans people, you can be mad at me and say, well, that represents, I don't care. That represents something hysterical to me. Same as when I see a fat girl in a half shirt. Ugh. Hilarious. Always will be. Can't take it from me. Can't take that. Can't take my birthday. You say that again. Body positivity is important. Right. And I'm positive. That's funny. And you're not a jerk about it. Sometimes. I will point and go, look at this guy. And then I giggle and I move on with my life because I'm an independent individual, sovereign of uh, all other thoughts. I don't have to agree with your outfit. I made fun of the guy at the... Uh, you know, the uh, Easter keg thing for wearing that bright orange shirt until I realized up close it had little suns on it. It was a cabana shirt. It was it was like he was doing traffic work all day. And then he said, and I'm like, oh, I, suns. I didn't realize it. From a distance, he just looked like a street guy. <laughs> and then I ended up liking the shirt. Then I did ridicule him immediately for wearing way too bright of colors. Hilarious. I've been made fun of for clothes. It's great. Anti-everything. Giggle at people who wear funny stuff. It's called funny stuff for a reason. If I'm at Pita Jungle, one of the reasons I go there, the steak pita. Pretty good. Philly steak pita, not bad. The other reason I go, usually someone comes in there that looks crazy. And I don't know why Pita Jungle draws it. but there, and the, You go down, especially that one that, that, I don't know if it's still there, but the one with 3rd Avenue and Roosevelt. Oh, Wonderful. Part of the fun Brady and I used to have working down at the old radio station, which was on Central in Roosevelt, back in the day before they changed everything. Before it's been modified. It was called Boys Town. Yeah. And in our parking lot were just a bunch of dudes in skirts. I think. Oh, no. It was nothing to think about, my friend. It was pretty <laughs> obvious a lot of times. I saw them No, that was pretty obvious. You yeah. didn't work overnights downtown. Oh. Me and my friend Jeff used to stand in the parking lot and watch them get picked up. Remember Danny Bonaducci from the yeah. Partridge family when he picked up that transvestite? That happened you, in our parking you lot. You saw how it went in down. Town, huh? Oh, it was amazing. And they were everywhere. Men in dresses. Crawling the earth. Just, and, and, and you know, regular dudes leaving their wives at I one would in just the morning. See the walk, get blown the by walk a guy. of shame coming oh, in man. early in the mo- oh, next morning. A lot of that. A lot of uh, oatmeal cream pie remnants down the Roosevelt Road. This guy's kind of out the, the evening's oh. uh, wares. <laughs> oh, is it six already? <laughs> I got to get going. It was hilarious. Always will be. Always will be to me. I'll never look at that and say, wow, that man looks wonderful in that dress. If I'm saying that man, I already know it's not that great a dress. If you fool me, 
That's the goal, I think. The most fun I've ever had was at Forno once where the owner came out and made fun of the dude at the bar in the <laughs> underpants. He was in a thong and a bra. God, I wish I was there for oh, that one. It was... Look at this guy. Look at him go. Oh. You think you fooling anybody? He's like six <laughs> three. Everybody, I'm gonna get him a. Oh yeah, and he's bringing out talking about sausages and stuff. I bet you like that, huh? I bet you like. I just want a drink. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do. <laughs> we'll, have it sour? we'll have it to cook. We'll have to cook something a real special for you. A big, a big a sausage. And he'd go table to table. You see the guy at the bar. He thinks he's a fooling anybody. Bolognese. No, oh, it was great. <laughs> great. I bet you want to split of your plate a half a half. You want a half of this, a half of that. You want the best of both the world. And then by the end of it, he's like, get out of here. He didn't want anything to do with it. He's kicking him out. It was disruptive. And mainly, not because he was trans, because you're not allowed to hang out in restaurants in just a thong and a bra. But he let him stick in fishnets, thong, bra. Came in to have dinner, and he's like, no, 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 no. But he let him hang around, made fun of him for 10 minutes, did a whole thing, table to table, and then kicked him out. Get out of here. Guy came back with the right dress. I laughed for days. Because it's funny. You'd have had to carry me out of that place. Oh, you and I, I you and I wouldn't have no. made it. Yeah, we would have, uh, it would have been. Listening to you giggle the whole time would have created me giggling the whole time. Then this Italian guy going nuts saying words. The Riccione, he's over at the top. Look at him go. Oh, we don't have a flambe tonight if that is what you're going to want. Oh, he went crazy. And I was dying. I'm like, this is hilarious. Because a man came into a facility in his under and a woman's underpants. I'm not calling that diversive. I'm not calling that uh, inclusive. I'm calling that crazy. And I'm pointing at it and I'm laughing. The clean, just... Uh Kicking out might not have worked. The guy could have come back and tried again. Bet you that guy's never come back there. You'd think not. But I don't think that person's mental faculties were altogether there for going into a restaurant in underwear and a bra in the first place. So there's a good chance another poor decision was made later. Maybe once a week he has his roast. The guy comes in. Yeah, maybe it's all part of a plan. They're they're in cahoots. They're a a comedy team. But it it was the most fun I've had at dinner maybe ever. Because when, you know, when you try to be a normal person, when that dude came in, everybody's like, oh, my God, look at the door, look at the door, look at the door, look at the door. And everybody's like, just look. Don't don't turn to, no, you're going too fast. Look, just look. Busted. It's a six-foot-seven-inch man in a thong panty that just wandered in. Should we leave? Oh, no, there's nothing. We're, we're not in any danger. <laughs> Hilarious. And that will always be funny. So just remember that when you're mad at Bud Light and everything. It can still be really funny if you let it be. You don't have to be so angry. Men in dresses will always be funny. Always. Uh, it's 723. Anti-everything for all of us. Wanting to protest the world. It's dead. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There you go. See, I don't mind that one at all. That's a toe tapper, Metallica. I think you got something there. I like that. That's Screaming Suicide from 72 Seasons. Just got an email from Wayne, and he said, What do I have to do to win that turntable? I think 1600 bucks. I didn't know that. I didn't know The turntable that's being given away is uh, not cheap. And then you get a hold of the albums and an autograph 72 season. He said, I listen online. Do I have to listen on the app? Yeah. Online's good. The app's good. 
Uh, you just accumulate time spent listening on that thing, and the next thing you know, you might be winning. You just go into the pool. So give her a listen. Stay on, stay on board. And to be honest, uh, full transparency, it's a way to make you guys have to listen for hours on end, and it helps us too. We make it seem like we're doing this for you. Oh, this is all about us. <laughs> if you guys stick around online and we give you enough stuff, we look like gods later. It's a fantastic ratings ploy as well as a great giveaway. Win-win. You know, Win-win. It's dovetail of great items. I like that song. That's one of those middle of the album when Screaming Suicide comes on, I'll tap my toe. It's not going to be my, I guarantee you it'll be your song. go-to, but it won't be my favorite but one. But you're not going to hit skip. And I ain't skipping that one. I, in fact, kind of would like to hear that a couple of times. That one, it's not one I'm going to just jump on and play over again, but I liked it. And if I hear from anybody who says, it sounds like Metallica, well, it's because it's Metallica. They're 40 years into it. You're going to have some similar tones. They're going to give you a theme. You know? 40 years of Metallica, I should hope to be able to identify them by the song. Well, no, it all sounds the same. I don't think it sounds the same. I think it sounds like Metallica. I like that one. And some people won't, and that's fine, too. That's a pretty good giveaway, though. Online and on the app. That's how you get it. And, man, that's a pretty good giveaway. $1,600. I didn't know if that's... He may be... That's nice. He's saying that. I'm not saying that. I don't know how much that thing's worth, but that seems about right. That's a good giveaway. Heck, I'm going to have to... Try to get involved. Get in enter. One of them scratch with that, that, that turntable. That's what? Oh, yeah. I don't think you want to do that. I don't think you're very good at that, actually. <laughs> uh, 98KUPD app, 98KUPD.com. 72 seasons weekend. All weekend long here on the Big Red Radio Metallica. It's going to be fun. It's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Uh, they appreciate all the men and women in uniform. You can present your military ID at Hooters anytime and get yourself 10% off your food and non-alcoholic beverage purchases. Just for being a military ID holder, you get a discount. And that's every single day that Hooters is open. You go in there and do that, and we say thanks to our uh, men and women in service uh, always. We appreciate it. So thank you. And Hooters gives you a little deal for it. So thank you to Hooters as well. Brady reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Scrabble Day. Oh, Scrabble's a fun game. I was going to say Scrapple to stick with the food theory, but apparently not. <laughs> By the way, my uh, contract negotiation, Trip just texted me and he goes, you know, your contract negotiation uh, seems reasonable. We'll give you access to the thermostat. But Brady's is out. And I text back, I'm like, what's Brady's? He wants to do a grocery games at the bodega downstairs. I'm like, no, that's <laughs> not every day. We can't do Brady's grocery games where he dresses as Guy Fieri and you have to make food out of the Mentos and the chips. Yeah. Although, Darn it. I guarantee you, if I took some flaming Hot Cheetos, a Kit Kat, and the Mentos, I could make a better meal than Guy Fieri. Little mayonnaise, some raisins, flaming Hot Cheetos, and fingernails. Nanny, on a flip-flop. Ugh. Go ahead, Brady. couple of basis fun facts. The fist bump was first popularized by uh, Fred Carter. High-energy NBA player from the 1970s. Played for the Baltimore Bullets. The 76ers. You can't say that anymore, Brady. The Baltimore Wizards. Bullets. You know how many people in Washington were killed because of the name of that team? And the Milwaukee Bucks. The feeling is mutual. Cockroaches are repulsed by human beings. 
If they come into contact with one, they run away, they hide, then they try to wash themselves off. Why would we do? No kidding. Well, yeah. I would venture to guess we're pretty gross. (laughs) And the thing that we talked about, that inmate that died of bed bugs, a guy who is in the know on buggery. Well, wait a minute. That's not right. Oh, wait a minute. What? (laughs) (laughs) On bugs themselves, I should say. And he may be in the know on buggery as well. Uh he uh, he said that the worst thing about bed bugs is not they don't kill you from the outside. You sleep with them for a long time. They get inside you. They crawl in holes, nose, mouth, ears, eyes, butthole, all that, and then uh, start to eat you out from the inside, which sounds better to some people than others. And then after a while, you start to kind of disintegrate, and then they attack. So, so the, the guy they better check found, his house or where he's well, staying. Was a, he was an inmate. Well, but he was in. I don't think he was in that long. That's the point. It doesn't take that he's long. He's in there three months. Oh, I thought yeah, it, said, it was like I ninety the, days, but it doesn't. I thought take the guy that. in buggery said it took a couple of years. Well, like no, I mean for your average Joe to have it, but if it's if it's a wild infestation that's unchecked, they can eat you. And it wasn't only bed bugs that were eating this guy because he was like dying inside. That is the grossest story. That is the worst way to die of all time. They get in your holes. And start to eat you that way. You get a little weak and sick, and the next, then they attack from the outside. Ugh. The word trophy comes from the Greek word tropaean, which referred to body parts that soldiers would cut off in battle to celebrate their victories. Mm-hmm. The only state with two Federal Reserve banks is Missouri. They're in Kansas City and St. Louis. Okay. When NBC wanted Al, Al Michaels to be their play-by-play announcer for Sunday Night Football, mm-hmm. he was under contract with ABC. ABC is owned by Disney. They agreed to let him go if NBC would give them the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah, yeah that's the... Uh, that's uh, an early character Walt Disney drew in the 1920s, but NBC had the rights, so they made the deal. Didn't Oswald sort of look like Goofy? Big old lumpy ears. ears? Yeah, really long ears. I thought he had, yeah, really long ears, but we'll pull them up. So they gave it back for Al Michaels. They traded Al Michaels for Oswald the Rabbit. Not sure what Disney did with it afterwards. Just owned it. (laughs) They want want Walt's stuff back. It probably had a couple cartoons NBC hadn't watched yet where Walt was, uh, Oswald was a Nazi or something. We're going to hear more and more of these. But Mickey yeah. with long ears. That's Mickey ears. with ears. That's right. Well, you know that. Rabbit the, version of Mickey. John Oliver just pointed out that in the next year, uh, Mickey goes um, public domain. The original really? Mickey. The original Mickey is That's a year away from Oswald back. public domain. Now, they've made concessions for new Mickeys that won't, but the original Mickey Mouse is now owned by all of us for advertising and anything else. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Because so, uh, it's 95 new, years, you're not allowed to have one show T-shirts, or were you going to start stealing? Maybe we have the original Mickey on there. That one there with the like the rat nose, the one. Whatever, the, no, the one of the, the Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, yeah. yeah, he's the original drawing. And we can just have him on our shirts, going, F- "You, everybody," <laughs> with the U, of course, in the right. KUPD U. Uh, there's <clears> a scary <throat> new scam that parents have to worry about. People are now using the AI to clone kids' voices and pretend that they've been kidnapped. Oh, my God. You ready for this? This happened to a mom in Arizona. 
Jennifer DeSafano. It's going to work 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. She got a call from a weird number. When she picked up, she heard her 15-year-old daughter sobbing on the other end. It was so convincing. She never even questioned it. Was real or not? Sure. Her daughter said, Mom, I messed up. Then she could hear her crying in the background, and a man said that he'd take her to Mexico if he didn't get a million dollars. Start to work. When she didn't have that much, he said 50000 Wow, that's a big that's drop. That's a big drop. Big yeah. drop. <laughs> Not a good negotiator. And he also wanted access to the thermostat. <laughs> Jennifer uh, was at her other kid's dance class when it happened, and the other parents who were listening freaked out. One called 911, while another called Jennifer's husband. Thankfully, he was able to confirm their daughter was safe. She was upstairs in her bedroom. Totally wow. fine. Easy crime to solve if you're the mom, but she kind of... The whole thing lasted about four minutes, cloning someone's voice. We three talked words. about it yesterday. Three, three words. or four words. That's it. Um, so Crazy. They're saying even a short TikTok video yeah. or an Instagram, they can get that. Experts are saying, um, question anyone who's pressuring you to send money right away but but what kind of parent are you when your kids on the other line say they've got me they're gonna sex traffic me like yeah i'm not buying it whatever you do this all the time and then you hear another guy in the line going it is immediate i will kill your daughter you know you're gonna freak the f out oh yeah fbi spokesman said if it happens to you report it well yeah Yeah, they do look into the calls like this and sometimes find the people sometimes sometimes it's not clear if they've got any leads in Jennifer's case or not. Yeah, because there's no, there's nothing to track. It's a phone call. You get a burner phone. You're on, it, but you know, there's no. What you should do is just always send the money, an address, and everything else. Have a pickup zone. That's how they're going to end up getting those people. But it'll all be computerized, so you can IP address them. It's horrifying. AI is horrifying because bad people, good people will play games with it and goof with it. Bad people can use it for bad stuff immediately. It's uh, you and I will play like, yeah, write me fortune cookies, make it make it sound like Toledo. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Horrible people can see angles with it to you know hit your emotions like that. If you, I mean, Toledo, might, Toledo's dad Toledo's calls dad. Him. <laughs> Toledo's no. <laughs> you know what would be great is that we should call with an AI. We could do it with a real Toledo and call Toledo's dad and say, "You don't give us fifty grand, we'll kill him." And you'll just hear. Who's this? <laughs> Who's what? New phone. You're to kill my son. My, 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 my real son was hit by a bus. No, no, the other. We got the other one. Oh. <clears throat> anyway. What do you need? I don't have a lot of time. I'm going to the gold mine. April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month. So an insurance company pulled people to find the top driving distractions. Number one was some stuff happening outside your car. Everything from billboards to other drivers to rubbernecking. 39% of the stuff outside their car causes the most distractions. Passengers in your car. Sure. uh, Cell phones. Huge. Eating or drinking. Radio, 6%. We're doing good. We're not bugging you that much. New controls on the steering wheel and all that. You barely have to touch it. You don't have to do a thing. You don't have to look down. I did, like, I've, I've still struggle with eating and driving. Like I don't understand the people that just can't wait. 
They got to eat and drive. I saw a lady with a bowl and a fork. Yeah, a bowl of soup. I saw a lady with a bowl and a fork, and she'd put it on her lap and drive. We got to the next light. She lifted up. I'm like, what is the rush, chunks? I mean, I got the stink eye the other day because I was rolling some sushi. Sushi. In the, <laughs> sure, you got the, the chopsticks yeah. and the sauce motos. People were like, look, I got it under control. <laughs> hey, with lane departure, yeah. you can you can probably get away with it. I mean, how far do you have to drive that you're like, I need a meal? <laughs> you clip on the cutting board onto the steering yeah, no, wheel. I understand, Brady. Thirty-six-year-old <laughs> guy named Joseph Moulton got hammered on Saturday. Broke into a police station. Pooped on the floor. Mm-hmm. It happened at the police headquarters in Naples, Florida, um, and that's not all he did. First, he scaled a fence outside, got into an unlocked cop car, <laughs> hung out the, in there for a few minutes. Then he hid behind some bushes until no one was looking, found a hose, shoved it under the door, and turned it on. Oh, wow. The lobby ended up flooding with an inch of water. Somehow, no one noticed any of this. Then once he was in the building, he took a shower in the locker rooms. Put on a police uniform and a bulletproof vest. The worst police uh, yeah, no office kidding. ever. Was this Mayberry? Yeah, I no mean, <laughs> where are the cops? Tossed a thousand dollar police radio in the toilet, and then pooped on the floor in the women's bathroom. Twice he pooped. No, he just did. Oh, that was the last. Yeah. I see. You led with it, and then yeah. then finished again. He was gone before anyone realized what happened, but they're able to identify him because Dum Dum, thank God, left his wallet and ID. Sure. They found him in. Uh, they found that in the cop car. An employee at a nearby Seven Eleven called the cops. Joseph walked in, still drunk, wearing the official police jacket. <laughs> wow. He was gone by the time they As got there, does. but they found him a few hours hey. later. He was shirtless at that point. Apparently, ditched the police uniform. He tried to hide in some bushes again, and they got him. Turned out he was so drunk. He said he didn't remember doing any of it. Sure. That's a good alibi. He's facing charges of burglary and grand theft. There's his mugshot. Not a lot of confidence in the police department in that area, though, that no. their own home had this happen to it, and they want to investigate your crime. Ugh. And he was in there for how long? 45 minutes? Is that what you said? He looks like the other coach on Ted Lasso. Coach Beard? Yeah, Coach Beard. He does. <laughs> police in uh Kalamazoo, Michigan, are investigating a road rage incident that resulted in two vehicle rollover crash. One guy's in a Dodge Ram pickup, one's in a sedan, and it was a young kid, 22-year-old, cut off this guy, 42-year-old man from Portage, Michigan, cut him off. The guy starts trailing him in the pickup, and they end up swerving. They both crash. The other guy goes into a, a ditch. The pickup rolled twice. Oh, boy. Then the guy gets out of the pickup uninjured. It's fighting time. Starts beating the crap yeah. out of the guy who's got a broken wrist and some other it's injuries. time to attack. Yeah. He's one-armed. So they got the... Both cars are totaled. Sure. Pretty good. But the uh, one guy went to the hospital, and they're going to charge the guy in the... Ramp Road rage. Yeah, but hope Assault. You do bounce out of an accident different. That time I got spun around that intersection my adrenaline was so high you say you wanted i to, walked you into traffic no i didn't want to hit anybody i walked out into traffic not like feeling like king kong holding my three-legged dog i just got out of the car screaming at the top of my lungs walking towards the other car it was horrifying 
you're so out of control and your car's just spinning around and I'm looking around. I didn't even know what happened. I thought my car blew up. I didn't know I got hit. People in Hollister, California, residents there are calling for the removal of a 30-year-old rock sculpture. They described uh, to resemble a phallic symbol. It's been there for 30 years out front. So finally, they're like, enough. I think this needs to be removed. Um, the artist is Richard Deutsch. Dick Deutsch. Um, and he says the Pinnacles National Monument was an inspiration. You got to pull up a picture of this. It's just a big PP rock. Pretty much. But for 30 years, they tolerated it. And now yeah, that's now enough, enough. It's like, all right, I think there's something behind this. The this mayor is a micro yeah. The mayor is mad. Well, his wife liked it, it could too much. be, but the uh, county estimates the cost to remove the artwork will cost between twenty to fifty thousand dollars. And then one resident presented the idea of possibly auctioning off the piece, <laughs> giving the money to the county's art council. Huh? Who's gonna like you'd auction it off, and then you're just gonna have it somewhere again? Yeah, and you better make enough to be able to remove it. Well, right, but maybe the person who buys it's like, I want to keep it right here. Like, if you auction it off, now the new owner can do what they want, right? Yeah, but they can't keep it on that. Oh, that doesn't look anything like a penis. Yeah, what, what kind of religious nutbags think that looks like a dick? You're a pervert <laughs> if you think that thing looks like a wiener. Dude, add an agenda. It's a rock on top of another rock. And if you think it looks like a dick, you're the weirdo. You've got They're some bored re- over there. You got some repressed sexual energy in that brain of yours. All I say is a penis. This is disgusting. No, you're disgusting. It's a rock. Next thing you know, they're going to put that on a Bud Light can. It's <laughs> yep. just unbelievable. Now we're going to be drinking out of dick shaped can. <laughs> that's the that's the goal. That's what China wants. <laughs> China going to make us all a bunch of flitty twinks drinking out of dick cans. By the way, when you search phallic rock. Oh, there's one. Your otherwise, that that. One's in, that one's in carefree. That's a crank. <laughs> that's a flaccid one there. <laughs> yeah. That's a like beast. That one, the Barry Wood. That is a monster. Yeah. Wow. That's a Where is that? Carefree. Oh, that's a Scottsdale. Well, North Scottsdale, yeah, up that area. Oh. That's up by uh, the Boulders Resort. Yep. Wow. It's a beauty. Roadside oh, attraction. And, of course, there's a girl holding yep. it. Because they love that stuff. First time she's touched the tip, John. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it says? Uh, no, that girl knows her way around a tip. She pulled over on a road to touch it. She's she's touched a few on her own. That's her goal. She goes to blacked.com for notes. <laughs> Seen it. Oh, that's okay. I've got a bigger one out there in that rock i got to get going on. Frito-Lay partnered with Jack Link's. For new flavors of Doritos flavored jerky. What? You can get your sweet, uh, spicy, sweet chili Doritos. You get into sex operator voice when you yeah, talk you do. about when this. Yeah, you do. Because it's that iconic flavor. It's that Cheetle dust yeah. you talk about all the time. That's weird. So you just dust it with the cruddy orange stuff on your jerky. I think it's... Uh, However, dehydrated, you know, in into that. So I don't, I don't huh? think it's. I don't know if the Cheetos on the actual beef jerky. I don't oh, know. it's so actually it, infused. It could be in, like I baked in. It was getting hard. Yeah, it started to make no sense at all. <laughs> Once it's in your it's hand, dehydrated. And it's warm and into the, give it to me. 
How much is uh, one of those, uh, like, homemade sand, sandblaster hoods, Brett, with the gloves and everything like that? I think right. we should invest in one for Brady and throw some Cheeto just in cheetos, it. Oh, there you just go, yeah. He can Cheetle everything. He can be Cheeto <laughs> his yep. entire world. You want that be cheeto No, it's cereal. Two seconds. Man, that's a great idea. Yeah, just to have an immediate che- to, to cheatify things. <laughs> F.U. Jackson, that was Brett yeah. on that one. <laughs> I couldn't even do it. <laughs> That's right, Brett. If you know one thing from Toledo's impressions of Brady's, yeah. nobody wants to hear it. All right. Let's get to some Brady videos. Let's do it. You got the, um, did you get the Haymaker Here it comes. before? Oh, God. Yeah, here we go. I don't like the title of this. Worst arm break yet. It's an... Uh, some sort of kickboxing. Oh, oh, God. He's just playing oh, over this. Oh, his arm is folded oh, over backwards. backwards. Oh, he does a little flip, and his arm folds over backwards. And I mean shoulder, elbow. Oh, my That's Lord. Like Went on to the next period. He won. Did he win the fight? <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, my God. Well I done. I can't tap out. I can't. You know. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, about like that. Oh, my God. That's hard to watch. Holy wow. smoke. Stop that one. Next one, a lady just uh, waking up in the apartment complex, and uh, some guy in a she's in a robe in the parking lot. Oh God! The guy just lost control of his ATV and just plows her right in front of her husband and kid. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of apartment complex do you live in, where there's a group of people doing wheelies on on ATVs in the parking lot? I don't know what uh, Jordans are those. Five or six. Those are nice. These are cool. (laughs) And, you know, Shelly Duvall's just walking around doing nothing in her robe first thing in the morning. Just by the shadows, it's fairly early in the day. You know, great. That's great living right there. Just going to walk around the parking lot for a long. Nothing bad can happen. All right. Next one, I think, is at a church service. They're doing a little praise and worshiping. Okay. I don't think this guy was anticipating. Are they doing both praising and worshiping? Yes, that's yeah. what you do there. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's a guy singing. Fat guy. In. Terrible. Oh, his pants just <laughs> fell down because it happens to <laughs> fat people a lot. The Lord pants him. Hey, man, everybody. The Lord pants him. Whoa. Yep. Okay. <laughs> he felt it coming. The Lord would be so proud of you. <laughs> the guy's back. He's just full of... Look at the band guy in the yeah. back. Oh. Or lady, I guess. And there's a one thin person on stage. That is a big, fat church. It's one of the best services I ever went to. <laughs> <laughs> They're just praising the buffet that's coming soon. Wow. All right, Brett. All right. We mild today? Yeah, where are we? We're not too bad today. Not too. Yesterday was mild. That guy split in half. <laughs> Let's, Let's see what see Brett's here. Where are we going to start here? Ah, we'll start here. All right. Oh, I don't like his tone. Too. No, no, this one, this, we'll start off easy. All right. Train video. It's not up on the screen. Oh, oh it's not? No, okay. it's all right. You missing God, I don't even. Not missing anything. Yeah. Buy a, a mild train video. I'm not yeah. buying this. <laughs> Very, oh, there's no, a, no, no. And a guy circled. We saw this one, didn't we? I haven't seen this. No, because the train stopped. No, the train has stopped, so we're in good shape here. No, why would you do that? And a guy just beats up another guy on the side of the tracks. There was nothing to do with the train. train. Right, exactly. For walking on the train tracks. Throwing a zinger in there for you. So a dude gets out of the train. Anderson Cooper of Thailand. Right. Anderson doop-dop-goop-dop. 
And then there's a doop 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 doop. Yeah, so the guy on the train gets out and knocks the dude out for walking on the train tracks. Justice. Good good deal. Making the train stop. Good old Indian justice. Yeah. There's over 14 million people on top of that train that need to get somewhere. How dare you? Let's go to this one. Okay, next one is? Oh, we're in a wrestling match. Not sure if we've seen this one. I don't know what this is. I haven't. Oh, he flipped him. Oh, the double table. Yes. And that dude's ankle just broke. Okay, we've seen that, that one. Dude, I haven't seen it, but I've... I've yeah, oh, wow. I watched his ankle. That was a ladder yeah, match. That was a, okay. That's solid. That's nothing, Brett. So far, mild. Okay. Don't we're being set up. Right? We're being it. set up. Okay, we're in a third world country alley. More trains. There's a train up above, and the, everybody's parking their bicycles uh, in this little alley, walking by a bunch of boat days. I figure this guy's running in after he left his bike. Yeah. Drop a bomb or something? Drops his bike know. off and he runs oh, away. Oh, it's a bomb. And now there's yeah, he ran away from the bike he just left behind in whatever horrible country this is. Oh, and, no. Oh, here comes some a families, baby, a baby and a mom. young boy. And a little baby. Don't. Pool. Don't blow them up, please. You're missing it. Oh, my God. Up oh, under oh, the train. There's a kid oh, under the oh, train. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. It wow. has nothing to do. It was a sleight of hand. <laughs> I totally missed it. Oh, my right, God. Here, we'll start over. We're you can see attention. the guy running to the train. Uh, right. There's somebody up here. Oh, that's the dude? No, 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 no. Up above. Uh, no, I think that is the guy. That's the guy He's trying running to, catch the to train. try to get the train. Oh, that's him. Yeah. And he just, there oh, he, he is running. Go up. Yeah, there he, he is did running. go up there. Oh, he falls down. Oh, he down. stumbles. Oh, the camera drops Get a little bit. Back up. He's, he's trying to climb on the train, and oh, he's under the train. Over. He's oh, under the train. Oh. And why oh, does the lady start air guitaring oh. after it happens? <laughs> well, I guess, you know what? Brady, you can't predict how you're going to be. She's listening to little Ozzy. I thought that was a child. Because she's playing Crazy Train. Yeah, she's a... Crazy! That's how it goes. I wonder if she's that insensitive that immediately she went to that. <laughs> what is this man doing? He's going to do it crazy. That's how it goes. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that dude. And we're, you're not done. That's not the oh, closer. No, I'm not done. That's a dude getting tumbled this by isn't three too cars. Bad, though. All right, guy in a moped parking in, in uh Not doing well. Kind of drunk a couple or something of here. Yeah. You don't have not any a sound? scooter. No. Okay. So a little pissed off, you know. Screw these bikes. Oh, He's hitting bicycles with we'll his moped. Now. And? It's out on the street. Uh, okay. He's driving out on the road there. And he's dead. He's just hit by a car. All right. Well, he got his justice. And then we'll close out. So far, There's Brett has more. been true. I watched a man get run over by a train and still managed to be mild. Big person swimming and... Oh, God. What's happening? He's under a boat. Oh, God. He's Those under a boat. He's trying to get on a boat. And they just started it. No. Oh, no. Oh, dear God. He's being sucked in Wait. by the engine. No. Yes, exactly that. He's being sucked in by the engine of the boat. And somebody help this man. Oh, God. Don't pull him out. There's only half left. Oh, give me your shirt. There's no way. Here we go. Here we go. All butchered up by the boat prop. Oh, he's got no foot. There we finally go. Oh, no. they put him back after he the saw the injury. Out. Help he him saw up. the injury and he put him back in the water. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh his foot's been chopped all up. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Good plug for oh, me. Oh, oh, my God. Stand on it, too. Oh, don't get up. Just stay there. Oh, I'm leaking. <laughs> and that's why black people don't swim. <laughs> and we'll end it there. Oh, my God. Did you see the dude try to help him back into the... Oh, no, saw his injury and threw him right back in the water. Oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> you're going to die, brother. My God. Thanks for that, Brad. Does that sting? 
in salt water, like a cut? Yes. I would oh, think, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would think so. I think what would sting was when the propeller cut your <laughs> yeah, leg off. I think that's that. the part that stings most. I don't think his biggest regret was that that happened in brackish water. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting my leg chopped off by a boat propeller so much if it wasn't salt water. That was the worst part. No, worst part is that somewhere down there, there's a couple of uh, fish just chowing down on that dude's foot. Oh, eight fourteen. There you go. Thank you very much. Well, hopefully Joe will be here in a second to tell the tale of Toledo, and then Maz Jabroni's coming in, right? Yep. We'll talk to Maz as well. But Toledo will have will have his reveal in just moments of Toledo's embarrassment with someone else's credit card once again. He has the anti Midas touch when it comes to credit. Embarrassed both KUPD, Hubbard Broadcasting, and one woman named Jill Short by having her credit card for access to it for about seven minutes. And it managed to do that much damage. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, there goes your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Watch your feet. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, my God. I don't think this is the first time uh, Maz has done this to us. Maz uh, Jabrani is here, and he's at CB Live at Desert Ridge. And uh, you came in here, and you started just making fun of me. Listen, man. <laughs> us tall people. <laughs> That's right. Look down on you, yeah. literally. You brought your nephew, who's uh, 11 years old, and he's 7 feet 3. It's like, a, it's a, a, <laughs> what is he? Your Baron Trump he just brought in with us, this yeah, gigantic no. kid. Well, listen, I'm, it's funny. I, you're upset about being 6 feet Tall. Yeah, I don't like I don't like being short. And I was five eleven my whole life, and then I went to the doctor, and they told me I grew an inch. So now I'm six feet tall. Yeah, and I'm happy about being six feet tall. But now yeah. you're making me. That's because you were five eleven, so yeah. you, you crossed a you, you went into like it's a new threshold. Yeah, it's like a new tax bracket. That's like I'm in the sixes now. Uh, but being six feet, uh, like you're almost tall and you're almost short. It's like having nine hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars. You're like, I'm just a dollar <laughs> right, away right. from being a millionaire. That's exactly it. It's like, oh, one I could, more. And and why not? A, a try, you know, try to strive for that. And it's a, the height is my uh, that is my main. John, you got to keep physical you, problem. I don't know if you remember in different strokes. A lot of the young people listening to this don't even know what that we is. Talked about this yesterday. Oh, were you talking about different strokes yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about the Gordon Jump episode. Though. I'm talking about the episode where he gets like a he got a was it different strokes or Brady Bunch where he got a pull a, a, a he was Brady a Bunch. That was the Brady. Brady, Brady Bunch, Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. very Peter, rarely confused no, episodes. Well, they're yeah. both short. Trying to get color. Yeah. You may be yeah. the only person in the world who doesn't see color. I'm colorblind. <laughs> I am colorblind. And uh... wow, it's either Bobby Brady or Arnold Jackson. Arnold, One yeah, of the two. I always confuse those, those cousin yeah. Arnold. Yeah, but you, yeah, I, I I knew better than to, I, the different strokes you may be thinking of was when Willis was worried that his ears stuck out. Oh, no, that was Fresh Prince. I may oh, be doing geez. it now. There we happening. go. There's a lot so happening. So he taped his ears to his Yes, yeah. yes, I think yes. that was Fresh Prince. Either yes. way. Was it the one where he was jumping that was over? Frazier. Was it the one where he was jumping over the shark? Oh, wait, that was Happy <laughs> That was Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> but Will Smith played Fonzie in that. He was his stunt double. People yes, don't know that. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, my height is, a, uh, is my one thing that I hate. Like, if I well, could, if you could go and change anything about your body, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. I mean. Uh, Other than things you can do. 
Other you know, like you could gain oh, muscle, physical, lose weight, yeah. belly, all that stuff. I, I mean, if, if being on, and honest, I probably would like to get another inch or two height. Yeah, see? You know, penis size isn't a bad place to start. No, and, <laughs> with height? Wow. Yeah. I want a tall penis. I would like a tall penis. <laughs> need to bow up see, more. I'm fine with my, I'm fine with my off the rack penis. It's, 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 it, it's not too, it's, it's the, uh, Goldilocks of wieners. Yes. Fine with that. I'm You're sure fine. your nephew loves hearing about it. Yes, this. of course. <laughs> nice to meet you, by the way. That's, yeah, that's all Howard Stern ever talks about is a small penis. Yeah, it's is, small. And yeah. mine's medium, and I'm yeah. fine with You're that. You're fine I'm, with yeah, it. I have You're no fine. issues. My height, however. Your height, however. Is my... Uh, so, more. So, after, so after you make love to your wife, and she goes, yeah. wow, you are so well endowed. You go, yeah, but if I could just be a inch taller. Okay. If she ever said that to me, maybe I could get over the height problem. <laughs> no one's ever said If she what said you that just, the first time she yeah. laid that on the, it's wow. over. If she ever said, wow, you are so well endowed, you're a liar. You're a lion. Uh, you're a lying whore. Uh, 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 yeah. I don't know why you, why you would say these words uh, to me. Oh make me feel bad God. about how tall and small I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything I am is off the rack. A suit? People yeah. get, like It's it's not upsetting there. I just go buy a suit at a store. I don't have to have it fitted or anything. I'm off yeah. the rack every day. Fantastic. Me but, too. But, yeah. <laughs> There's someone right now. Off the meat rack. <laughs> yeah, the meat rack. Oh. Hey, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. There's someone right now that has like one arm that's longer than the other or they're like yeah. four nine. Like there's someone who's four eleven who's like, I just want to be five feet. Yeah. And they're like, this guy's complaining about not being about yeah. being about yeah. being six feet. This guy, you're four eleven. That's a low bar. <laughs> yes, that, no, 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 nobody's listening. To you. You, you get problems. The plane. The plane. Four eleven. You're shooting for five feet. I mean, you got you just think about other things. I just want to point out. Uh, I've made like four or five references that are all thirty to forty years old. I think I'm too old. If I could change one thing about my body, I'd be younger. Yeah, John. yeah. yeah. I would be twenty five. I wouldn't know what tattoo was. I hate that I understand your references so quickly. I, I hate that we can argue semantics about oh, the Brady man. much. Oh, uh, yeah, man. it is weird how fast time's going and like references become an overnight thing. I'm 50. I turned 50 last July. And the best thing someone said to me was, you're no longer an old young man. You're now a young old man. Yes, I too. I'm 51. So I'm a young yeah. old man. I, I realized that I was getting old and my references were getting old when I was on stage one time in L.A. And I, and I mentioned um, Marlon Brando. Oh. And and these young dudes in the audience who were like in their mid twenties, they just stared at me. <laughs> and I go, you know, Marlon Brando. And they go, hmm. I go, The Godfather. And go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realized, oh my god, the the greatest actor of a generation yeah. is no longer known by this other generation. Right. And then I brought it up to these young uh, girls one time. We were uh, doing shows in Florida. I said, Do you guys know who Marlon Brando is? They go, who again? I go, you know, the guy talks like this. And then she goes, oh, you mean the raccoon in Zootopia? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> and then you just said, yes. yes. That's the guy. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah, the envelope's on the counter. Put How your pants on and get out of here. How hot was she? I'm married. I wasn't trying to. I'm not saying yeah. you did yeah. that. I'm yeah. saying yeah. that was the common response. Her date yeah. was having a good <laughs> time. Right. Whoever was in the room with you uh, said, please put your pants on. Exactly. Take money. exactly. Yeah, it is weird because you don't know whether to embrace your references and just go with that or yeah. try to find new ones and you well, end up I'm hating the new ones. As a father and as an uncle, this guy, my, my nephew will attest to this. I'm constantly, listen, I know I talk too much. I know that they're probably rolling their eyes. I like to tell them like any any knowledge I have of like yeah. history yeah. or or giving them lectures. I love doing that. So if I run, if I come across like, let's say, uh, a song, yeah, and I'll be like, "Oh, this is Marvin Gaye," and then the person's like, "Who?" I go, "Okay, Marvin." Let me step yeah. back for a second. Lot Marvin to tell. Gaye. There's a lot to tell. Yeah. Um, I actually, I had this conversation with someone else the other day. They didn't know how. 
big Marvin Gaye was. I go, yeah, the father, yeah. his father killed him. Yeah. And they go, what? Whose father? What? And Marvin Gaye, what? I go, sexual healing, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and they, you know. Wait, they knew sexual oh, healing? Yeah. I mean, that plays. That's you know? impressive. Yeah, exactly. It's wow. usually used in a uh, current movie. A lot or, of the old yeah. music gets recycled in I've there. I've heard sexual well, how healing. About, well, how about Heard It Through the Grapevine? That was a grape commercial. Yeah. Remember the grapes? Yeah. The, or the, California Raisins. California yeah, Raisins. Yeah, yeah, raisins. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, uh, yeah, and, but then it becomes like our favorite things from when we were kids become ads. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's certain things. I think Starship sold a new one. We built this city, which yeah, is a terrible song. It wasn't yeah. one of my favorites, but, no, okay. it, but it's now a commercial yeah. for a lady who fixed her toilet online. Bro, I fixed about, this toilet on how about, video. How about when Led Zeppelin, I think it was yeah. Led Zeppelin, with been, been a long time since the right, was it them? Yeah. That was in Cadillac. Cadillac, Cadillac initially. And I'll be honest with you, as a comedian, I'm a little jealous of musicians yeah. that 30, 40 years later, they get a call and someone goes, we want to pay you a million dollars. Right. To For use that, I wish somebody would call me and be like, "Remember that stupid joke you did like 30 years ago? Can I put it in a commercial?" I'd be like, "Of course, yeah, make it yeah. sell out." Let's I've never up. understood the idea that you know, oh, Zeppelin sold out. I'm like, yeah, they're 80. Nothing new's coming in. Yeah. This is a good idea. That's uh, a great yes. business plan to sell your entire catalog to you know, absolutely. Hostess. I don't care who sells and it. And by the way, though, some of these guys. I mean, listen, we we all we all sit there. You know, if you ever look up like celebrity net worth or something. You think to yourself, these guys got to be richer than God. Like, why do they even need to sell it? But then you look at, like, you know, whatever. They bought boats and this yeah. and that, and it just didn't pan out. Right. But, but you all, think, it's also like being six feet tall. You always want more. Yeah. You live yeah. to your uh, whatever yeah. you're making, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, then, I, then I think to myself, my God, like, if – that's the other thing. I ran into Burt Kreischer recently. We were talking about as we're getting older – you go, oh my! Am I going to start losing my fan base? Yeah, and and am I am I even relevant anymore? And you try to be as much as you can, but then you like like you guys were just saying with these musicians, you go, wow! At a certain point, they get so old where I guess people go and they go, oh, he just is he's not moving as fast. <laughs> right. you know the, jump, the jump the shark part. The Justin Timberlake the got beat up the other day for what? Uh, well, it was like a year ago. If he started it was, to yeah. dance on stage and like, all right, Dad. Oh, I think when you said beat up, I think you said somebody no, beat up. No, not like up. physically. Now, beat up that's online. a real threat. I have to yeah, be careful with yeah. like, People get up on stage yeah. and beat people How up. How dare you dance? Beat him <laughs> up, guys. <laughs> he's, like, he's up there going one singular sensation. Get him, guys. <laughs> I would pay to watch Timberlake that would be amazing. doing that song. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Timberlake got beaten up by the Rockettes. The Rockettes are a thing still? One singular sensation. Kick his butt, guys. Uh, uh, Maz Dubron. Ronnie is at CB Live at Desert Ridge this weekend. If you want to go, cblive.com. You always have an interesting view of things uh, when you're here. And this Bud Light deal that's going on has everybody's <laughs> lost their minds. And I find it hysterical. I'm here for the absurdity and the jokes. Yeah. I am basically human yeah. chat GPT. Yes. I don't have emotions anymore. Bro, I started, as soon as I heard that Bud Light had a deal with a transgender person, I started drinking Coors Light, bro, because you know how I am, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. First of all, I was thinking about these same people that, that are, okay, so they boy, they boycotted, I think I think they boycotted syrup because Aunt Jemima, they got rid of that yep. name yep. because they said that it was uh, uh, racially uh, um And the bottles were yeah. so cool. Now, you're, hitting, you're hitting Brady pretty hard here because so, he was big in the let's bring Aunt Jemima back. So they got rid of Aunt Jemima <laughs> then, they, then they got upset because M&M's had a green, the green M&M was a woman. The whore. In high heels. In no, high heels. go-go boots. Yeah. yeah. And now it's the Bud Light. So now, so, so these people that are upset, they're not having maple syrup or M&M's or Bud Light. They're 
um, hypocrisy, their their uh, um, their closed-minded, their bigotry is leading them to eat healthier. <laughs> right. They're so actually going to lose weight. It's really good for them. I mean, I, I hope McDonald's does something. That woke yeah, but what next. about the Uncle oh, yeah. Ben's rice, bro? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. I, you know, we were talking about this on the way. I was like, who's got time? I've got I've got a wife, two kids. Yeah. I've got a dog. Yeah. I've got my my own. I got so much in a given day. I would not if if my friend called me up and goes, "Did you hear, dude? Bud Light <laughs> is doing this. We're going on a protest." I'd yeah. be like, "What? Yeah. You, you, how, are you? Did you get I divorced? Have, I have time." You have and I don't want to do that. Good. <laughs> I have loads of afternoon time. But I'd be like, I think I'd rather nap. Yeah, I really, I, I still think, and I've said this uh, this morning and other times. I still find a man in a dress that I can tell is a man in a dress hysterical, and that will never change. Absolutely. Listen, yeah. here's the thing: um, uh, Chick Fil A yeah. was notoriously anti-gay, but they make really good yeah. burger, uh, <laughs> chicken. You know, chicken. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. but they never. They, they never were saying that when you walked into the store. Sure, they were. Yeah, you don't, ownership. You don't yeah. walk in and go, <laughs> yeah. You gave yeah, We're not serving you. <laughs> you, you go you, in there and give a guy support, a hand job and they get real yeah, upset. Yeah. Trust me. Do you support Bud Light? Get out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but listen, the fact is, like you just said, there's certain places where you take a stand, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, yes, if like, I don't know, if, if Bud Light all of a sudden were like, oh, we're sponsoring the. Uh, the Nazi uh, rally. Yeah. Like, ah, it's not a good look. But Might have something. <laughs> See, you and yeah. I have the same approach. It's like, it's not a good look, but if they don't have anything else, I'm going to yeah. drink a Bud Light. <laughs> I'll just way, hold the Nazi symbol with my palm and no one will know. I'll be honest with you. The last time I had Bud Light was probably like sometime in college. And Bud Light, you, sh- you should boycott Bud Light not because <laughs> of their wokeness. You should boycott Bud Light because of the yeah. flavor of Bud Light. It's vanilla beer. <laughs> yeah. It's basically the one that everybody goes to when yeah. there's nothing else to go to. I have, look, it's, and again, it'll die down in a couple. And the problem was, and I told Brady this this morning, you didn't even know it, these weren't cans they were selling. They just gave this person a bunch of cans. Yes, I wanted sure. a can. It was a commemorative, like, Bro, salute. And, and it's like, listen, I, I think, you know, the, ultimately it comes down to, we were talking about this, I think there's a group of society right now that feels threatened. Yeah. And and it's like, there's nobody, the, the fact is, what, what? no matter how many Bud Lights you shoot, <laughs> the demographics aren't looking good for you. No, no. Like, you know, and, and the fact is, if you're really upset, like, I think from what I've read, what I've read is the Latino population that is growing. So if Bud yeah. Light does a collaboration with Carlos Santana, <laughs> oh my God. you better start shooting some Bud Lights. What? Carlos Santana is yeah. the spokesperson? Yeah, I just, because I, they had that thing about trans vengeance uh, about a week ago. Where they, and I had friends who were like, I'm not going anywhere on April 2nd. The day of trans vengeance. Yeah, I'm like, trans vengeance. I think what was have... the thing so with trans vengeance? So there was a, there's a meeting every year for trans people that they have like a march. There's a lot of parades. Yeah, yeah. I do hate parades. I do, yeah, I do wish that would You don't have to stop. go. Just, I, I know, yeah. but it clogs up traffic. Yeah, the traffic, yeah. I agree. I, I don't yeah, need yeah, that. Yeah. Just stay out of my way. You That's know what, actually? Have. You just came up with a great idea. If there's one thing that should go online is parades. Zoom parades. Zoom parades. Parade. You just walk <laughs> yes. in your living room. Back we all walk in our right. living rooms. Scream like, oh. and yell. Yeah, yeah. but do it. Just stay off the, the street. Can the Macy's inflatables? You know, yeah. if it's all different. Can we do it like elementary schools and just make a circle in the parking lot? Oh just, my god! Stay off of you Bethany Home and Central. By That's the way, you just remind me of the worst uh, uh, Halloween experience. Like our school would do a Halloween uh, like parade. And we thought, oh, this is going to be fun. This is when the kids were like, you know, six, seven. They're all in their cute costumes. It was the most depressing thing. We'd go there. They would all sit down by grade. You'd all sit. 
And then by grade, they'd get up and they'd walk in a circle and they'd sit down again. I was like, what are these, what are we doing? This is the least fun Halloween. Yeah. Like, why are you making them just walk in circles? Let's do something yeah. fun. It's was this- it like the trunk or treat? I don't know they do what the, they do. The they pull up the schools and they open the trunks and the kids. No, go. they were, parents have candy. No, there was no candy. The okay. It was a very a like PC school. Like even candy was looked down upon. I'm like, yeah. this is the most boring. It's actually the exact same way that the Catholic priests used to pick their favorites. They yeah, marched them grade by grade. Around, that by one grade. and that one are winners. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you give them ribbons. You're, you're right. right. Studio 54. Yeah. Parades yeah. are horrible. Although there, the bet there is a great Halloween parade. The the New York. Parade in Halloween is actually it's 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 a lot of like LGBTQ yeah uh, and and they make these costumes yeah. that are elaborate I want and that that's a parade you want to see like I've been put in New that York on a can yeah, bro you, you put that on a can <laughs> that's actually the tagline of the parade put yeah. that on a can put that on a can yeah I agree with you 100 percent like yeah, these people are, the are yeah praise of the worst and uh, but and just Bud stay Light. out of my way that's all I've ever asked I'm st- yeah. I'll stay out of yours you stay out of mine but yeah. I, don't, I don't need like a Bud Light if you give me a Bud Light and it's got a transvestite on it I'm pretty secure that I'll be all right but the transvengeance thing was like the parade and then it was supposed to be a trans empowerment day and then they said no we're getting vengeance listen this whole transgender like the upset being upset about transgender again it goes to each his own right yeah. I, I have a friend of mine got into this conversation with him the other day he's like yeah but what about the grooming i go no one's grooming this whole thing that there's some elaborate group like people are going or like there's transgender people walking around going like hey kid come here for a second <laughs> put on these heels have you thought about becoming a girl like it's just it's just not a thing i mean it's right. like i mean and, and the problem is and then go well what about that one time okay look i can tell you anecdotes oh sure till i'm blue in the face about things that have happened but statistically speaking most people that are choosing to go any route you know whether it's transgender or whatever a lot of it is like People, you know, they, they, they feel that that's what they are, and then they probably have a discussion with their parents. You'd hope pro- so. You would hope so. And and then, and then it leads – like I was listening to this this thing on the radio, and this poor lady was talking about how her uh, – I think it was her her, her son – I forget which, which – it was a son that was that thought she was a girl, but whatever it was, that they were having so much trouble being accepted – by their community, and this lady, this mother was like an angel, and yeah. the and the and the kid was like you know fifteen, sixteen, seventy, whatever the age was. They'd been going through it for years, sure. and the mom was like, "I know my kid," and God, you know that's what that's what you want. You want a parent to embrace to be a, a parent, kid. bro. It's funny. I was in I was in Doha, Qatar, just to show you like the fear of still to this day in twenty twenty three the fear of like gay or homosexuality. I was in Doha, Qatar, talking to this guy, really nice guy. His He's Lebanese. His wife is Peruvian, so they're multi-ethnic. He works at a place where there's all diver- diversity. Right. And he's talking about his kids. He's like, I love my kids. I just need to – I wish I could spend more time with them. And, you know, my my life has just, like, been so busy with work. I really want to get in there. And he was doing – he was saying some really good – enlightened stuff and he's like i want my kids to be happy as long as they're not gay <laughs> and i go bro i go you took me to the 99 you're like like the one yard line and then right. you pulled me a, back immediate yeah. turn and i go i go dude your kids whether they're gay or straight isn't gonna matter you're gonna love your kids and it, it, it's this no conversation. i'm not not gay, no, not, not, gay. not the gays not no, gay. no no don't be crazy <laughs> yeah yeah you're, you mean gay like happy, yeah, right? Right. That's what I said. I went into the happy. I'm crazy gay. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, there, and two things can be true at, at the same time, too. It can be a, a statement that a parent is saying, oh, my God, we've struggled with this so long with my child's thing. And also that the kid might be crazy. Yeah. So you have to look into all of it. And, and it's not and, my job to do it. And by the way, I, you know, because, again, I think that I think the fear that's been sold is that, like, 
some kid is going to decide, a boy's going to decide that he's a girl and, and on a Monday and yeah. on Friday he'll have a sex change. Like that's right. what, <laughs> that's the fear that's been fed to people. But the truth is, it's like, there's a process. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know. There's also stages, too, that yeah. kids will go through. Yeah. One year they sure. want to, you know, whatever they feel, I'm this way or yeah. um, I'm into that. And it's, you know, and then when you get to the, when you get the hormones involved, yeah. they're happy, they're sad. And, they're, I, you know, it's listen, all Listen, I think, uh, first of all, I think we would all agree that it should be within the family. Let them let them figure it out. Sure. So, like, in a healthy family, the parents would say, listen, let's let's give this some time. Let's talk to some people. Let's. See if you know therapist. Let's talk to your. I mean, there's a process. What would your dad have done if you said you didn't? You wanted to abandon your genitals. <laughs> My father, <laughs> like, I came to this country for you to lose your penis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could have stayed in Iran. You would have had a penis. My dad yeah. would have moved me to Iran. <laughs> I would have had to leave. Actually, Iran is one of the countries with the highest rates of sex change. Believe it. It is. That's why involuntary. No, 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 no. <laughs> that too. No, that's why. If you if you remember uh, Ahmadinejad, who was the president who had come to the u.s he was this guy who was kind of like he was like our george bush at that time uh, he would just say outlandish stuff okay yeah. the donald trump um, <laughs> but he he was at some uh um event in new york and somebody asked him and said you know what about you know the treatment of gays in iran and he goes gays we don't have gays and, <laughs> and everyone was like what and then it hit me later i go the reason in his mind they don't have gays is because if you're gay then they encourage you to get a sex change. They go, then you should be a woman. Go all really? out. Go all out. Huh. And, Whatever and then, you're doing. Yeah, and then there was this like mullah, this mullah who was on a video. I saw some video where he was talking about, he's like, you know, in the Quran, they're like homosexuality is like basically that it's not accepted, but it doesn't say anything about sex change. Just swap it out. Just swap it out. Now <laughs> so, it's accepted. That's, hey, the, so that's a solution. That's, that's the solution. first solution I've ever heard to I'm this. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> that yeah. makes sense in some weird yeah. way to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We I can make this right. Yeah. I've never said that, Pop but I off. agree with that mullah. Yeah, yeah, that mullah. <laughs> that mullah and I can have a beer. No, we can't. He's Muslim. But well, the point is... I can have a beer, a Bud Light. A Bud Light. Yeah. With the mullahs with Bud Light. Yeah, I... I, I find everything fascinating because it's all regional too. Like all, America's got this issue, like it's a huge thing, and then yeah. you go somewhere else and I'm like, oh my god, you well, think it's bad here? Listen again, I think you know, I just I, I'm so I'm such a to each his own person, like because yeah. I can't, you know, I came to America from Iran when I was a kid, and then there's the whole hostage crisis and there's bullying and they would call you effing Iranian. So I've yeah. seen it from this side. You were like nine. I was, yeah, I was like, well, I was six when I came and then the hostage crisis happened probably when I was like seven or eight. Yeah. But, but again, as someone who's seen like, oh, you for any, first of all, that's out of my control. I was not involved with the hostage crisis at all. That's I know, what a hostage taker would say. I, that, Here we go again with this. That's what a six-year-old hostage I know, takes. listen, I know my bi- in my biography that was, you know, it was an unofficial biography and it did mention that I took one one hostage. Yeah, when you were little. Take one hostage yeah. and you're a hostage taker the rest of your life. <laughs> Can't we all just live and let live? When you were a kid in, in 1980 when that was going on, yeah. and where were you living? Uh, Marin County, Northern California. Oh, wow. So yeah. in kind of a, well, yeah, Marin County's a little bit. Did they? Uh, were you proud to say I'm Iranian? Or well, were you it was. I, I think it wasn't about whether I wanted to say it or not. I think that, like, basically in my school there was a handful of us, and so there was like you know the 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 you know I was it was a fourth, fifth, sixth grade. So there yeah. was a sixth grader who I think would bully you know fourth graders and stuff. So that was the thing he would pick pick on me for. But there was right. other. Um, I had my aunt 
and uh, which that's a whole complicated story that she was in the same school as me. That that's a very young aunt. Oh yeah, um, that's a family thing. We'll find that out. I got to read my biography. <laughs> you sure you're not Mexican. I wonder what exactly. <laughs> well, for sure. <laughs> I think I am. I think I am. Um, but uh, but but um, so these guys would pick on my aunt and this other girl that was um, the, the other girl's name was Sharona. So and that's when my my my, my Sharona, Sharona yeah. right? And then the song and I ran, oh, I ran so Flock far. Of Flock of seagulls. That was the other thing. Or as uh, your former senator uh, John McCain famously sang, they they would do bomb 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 bomb. I ran. <laughs> Um, so all these great songs were out and, uh, and yeah, we get bullied and, and having been, been on the other side of the bullying, I realized at a young age, I think I realized I don't ever want to be, I don't ever want to bully anybody for right. being different in any, in any shape right. you know, or form. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Um, so yeah, I've always been, I, I don't know exactly what you said. Yeah. Like, where do people have the time yeah. and energy to go after someone and be like, oh, you're the guy now. You're the group. There's always a group, right? Like yeah. it was like, oh, I mean, listen, famously, if you look at it, like right away when the when the election, when, when Trump first announced, right, he was like, right. Mexicans are rapists and drug dealers. Okay, so, okay, we're going to go after Mexicans. Then he said, I'm going to do a Muslim ban. Okay, so Muslims are the enemies. <laughs> then he would do the whole thing of like, if, if, the, if you vote for this other person, they're coming to your neighborhood, and by there, it means yep. black people. <laughs> I mean, that's really what was implied. That's God, all the, that's I should have voted for Trump. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know that was true. Yeah. But, but I'm saying it's like it's so crazy that you would ever – because we all have friends from different backgrounds, different sexual preferences, whatever. And let's be honest. People – like there's a lot of nice people that don't look like us, yeah. that look different. And then there's a lot of – Dicks, dicks yeah, yeah. who do look like us, yeah, you know, and there's a lot, there's a lot of people within my own community. I'm like, this Iranian dude is an a hole. <laughs> right. I'm like, who invited this guy? Like, well, that's what I always say. The leading cause of racism is race itself. No one represents an entire group of people. Yeah, like you're always an asshole until you prove me wrong. I don't mm-hmm. care what color you are. I don't like you right off the bat until you prove to me I yeah. should. Yeah, and then so. you and then you walk away you're like. Wow, those people aren't that bad after right. all. I've, I've, never <laughs> once, I've never once said, I've, that's a kindly black man. I like all of them now. Yeah. It's yeah. never, and I don't know who thinks this yeah. way. It's yeah. not a thing. It's so, so stupid. Yeah, the world is just crooked and crazy. And yeah. I, again, I'm an AI bot now. I don't care anymore. And I just watch for the jokes and for the fun. Absolutely. And it's all absurd. Well, the jokes are, it's like, it's just crazy. Because I think, I think from what I was reading a little bit online was like, they boycotted Bud Light, and then somebody started pointing out that like Coors Light recently had yeah, like a the gay can, the gay can, yeah. <laughs> like, Kid well, Rock's drinking out. Of. At this point, you guys are gonna not not be alcoholics anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, where yeah, are we going water. with this? And when water. they find out that trans people need water too, yeah. it's gonna be insane. <laughs> I don't know, just gonna be eating dirt. What? Yeah. Crystal Geyser sponsored the trans, trans water? It's in the water? <laughs> it's crazy. But the world it's great for comedy though. Oh, it is because it's, it's a fun. Well, except for the fact that if you make a misstep, you're doomed. Yeah. yeah, well, you got to be careful a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's actually interesting. Actually, my my wife. So my son recently, he's fourteen, and he's been going to like, um, he he go he's into clothes. So he'll get on his bike and he'll bike around Los Angeles. And to his credit, he's like, I don't want to pay full price. I go, that's my boy. <laughs> and uh, and so he ends up at like Goodwill shopping at Goodwill. Right. And I'm like, good for you. That's fantastic. And so he was there and he lost his phone. He claims somebody pickpocketed him, but I don't think they did because. Then my daughter, who is 12, who is super tech savvy, and in my comedy special. By the way, my comedy special. Oh, yeah. I just dropped it on YouTube. Guys, watch my comedy special. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I talk about how she's like CSI, FBI, CIA. And I think girls, I think boys, when they hit teenage years, they get spaced out. Sure. So 
son is smart, but always a little.、Uh. Yeah, he's a little off. Yeah. And my daughter, sharp. So when my son's phone is lost, my daughter just jumps into action. She's like,、uh, find my phone. Let's get our app,、uh, our devices. She gets the different devices. She's like, beep, 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 beep. She finds where the phone is, right? Because you have that app on your phone. Yeah, find your phone. She's finding it. My wife is not tech savvy. She's, dry, she's Indian. She's not tech savvy. I know. <laughs> What the hell? Th- I know. This is really upsetting. No, you're <laughs>、uh, Mexicans. The whole family are Mexicans. For sure. <laughs> I got a defective Indian. Anyway, but the point is. She's great on the phone. Yeah, yeah, she's great on the phone. It's amazing. Well, her family、yeah. can't come、yeah. fix her. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That's a weird thing. And so my, so my daughter is the tech savvy. So they're driving around LA looking for this thing. And the, and the find my phone leads them to this、um, you know, homeless、uh, Shelter, woman. Shelter, kind of? Yeah, no, this, this woman, this lady that's out there who my wife said was actually, she saw the person changing from a guy to a girl. Like it was a. Transgender. Oh, right in front of her. Right in front of her. It was like a Latina transgender woman who was like changing. And so my wife said she pulled up and she was trying to be very nice. She, Excuse me,、um, this thing is indicating our phone is around here. Have you seen、yeah. it? And supposedly the lady was like, oh my God, yes, there was this white girl on a scooter and she went that way and this and that. So my wife was like, let's go. It was like out of a cartoon. Like, you know, they went that way. So <laughs> Follow wife, the trail. Yeah. So I said, we started driving again. And then she goes, we kept looking, kept looking. And like, 20 minutes later, they end up like three miles elsewhere. And she goes, We pull up, same transgender woman. <laughs> she's like, Wait a minute.、And、so she goes to the lady. She's like, Excuse me.、Um, this thing's indicating that it's near you. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the phone has transitioned to hers. <laughs> yeah, it's now made that. And then my wife goes, Come on, it's the kids. She goes, Wait a minute. You might be right. And she says, She leaned in her, she went in her purse and she's like, Is this the phone? <laughs> And she's like, yeah, she had it the whole time. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah.、Man. And so, and so it's. You、funny. got it from her. We, and she was, and then, and then my wife gave her like some like, like little bracelet she'd been wearing that was like whatever. Cause she goes, you got a reward. She goes, here you go. But, but the funny <laughs> thing was, my daughter was saying, my daughter was like, she's like, you know, there's a, there's a button you can press where the thing, like the phone starts like, you know, ringing. And I said, Mila, you totally、oh, should have. Like、God. when the girl, when the lady was like, I don't know where、Hit、it is. Hit it right there. She should have been like, da 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 da. She's like, oh, why is that? I don't know. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you can hear it pretty good. You、yeah. can hear、so、it. Room, right? I want to hang out with your family and just harass he- homeless people all day. <laughs> That's fantastic. You got my phone. I got no phone. <laughs> I got my、uh, money back one time with John. Yeah, that was、oh, great. Oh, really? Oh.、From、well, a- we forced it. It was great. A guy came up and told us a sob story at a restaurant. We'd just gotten done with lunch.、Uh-huh. And, he said, and I'm always like, ah, my Scottish friend taught me something. Yeah. Because、uh, they're, they're notorious,、uh, the Scots, for、uh, handing、they're、money just, over, right? Yeah. So、uh, we're walking through a parking lot. My Scottish friend, Thomas,、uh, this guy walked up and he goes, hey, man, can you help us out? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. And Thomas says, why were you so nice to him? Oh, God. Like, What are you talking about?、And、he goes, he's a drifter, a homeless loser. Oh, my God. You don't God. give them anything. And I'm wow. like, wow. We go into the store, we come back out, and the same guy's out there. Yeah. And he says again to us,、uh, Hey, you guys got any money? And Thomas, right in his face, goes, Oh, I got loads of money, but none for you. Oh, God. Like, This is the greatest answer <laughs> to、moly. that question I've ever heard. And I, so, so I implemented that into my life now because、wow. I find it fantastic. This guy came up and said,、This、My daughter's、great. in the hospital. My fan belt's broken. I just need five bucks to go over to the auto zone. And、yeah. So Brady, of course, being Brady, is a sweet man, handed the guy $5. Okay. And then you got it back? Well, well we watched him. Uh-huh. To see if he's going over to the auto parts. And what did he do? He gets on his phone, makes a call, and then he stays in、him. the、yeah. parking lot. Okay. And he goes over to the next car. Yeah. Like、okay. you got your $5、yeah. for your fan belt,、so. but he's going over there to hit someone else. And he went across the street. For the 
So, so wait a minute. You guys gave him a five dollar, and then you just watched them for like yeah, how yeah. long did you watch just them? Because I was saying that dude's story is garbage. You and got then, snow. Yeah. And then did you walk over and go, "Yo, go, 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 no money? Yeah, you give, give me my money back. <laughs> Circle back. We went around. back and gave it back, and the guy gave Brady four dollars back. He and says, then "I don't he have celebrated. Money. Yeah, he celebrated, and he pulls out. <laughs> he made a and dollar. He's like, you made he's a buck. Bunch of ones and, and other bills. So at first he said, I don't have the money. I, oh I already my. got the part. Brady got oh, a didn't. refund. We saw yeah, you walked over great. there. It was prorated, but it was a <laughs> refund. You, you, went to, you went to some homeless dude. You're like, yeah. give me back my money. Yeah, I don't yeah. like what you're doing here. Hand oh it over. Oh, my God. You're you know, not making gonna... wise decisions with your money, young man. I gave you $5. You should have invested that 5 If you had bought Apple stock yeah. five minutes ago, it would have been $5.25. You wouldn't be in this, bro. You <laughs> got me for a buck. I'm yeah. going to give it to you. And but next time we're going over to Checker and buy uh, that belt. We well no no we're just going. I got tons of money, yeah. none for you. It That's works great. Funny, yeah. dude. Tons of money, none for you is oh a really heartless, fun way to yeah. spend your days. Yeah. I used to just pretend I spoke French when I walked by beggars because <laughs> the odds, of, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the odds of one breaking a the the bilingual. Goes, yeah. Yeah. Vous êtes yeah, he's getting everything in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a game I play. If if you speak French uh, back and I'm like you called my bluff, here's a hundred dollars or less. But if you're bilingual in French is one of your languages, you're probably not homeless. Yeah, that's true. You're yeah. right. You could you could at least be like a, a translator somewhere. Right. You can get a at job least, doing something. A major least, D. I'm telling you, bro, the boulangerie is definitely hiring. <laughs> right. Somebody <laughs> wants bread from you somewhere <laughs> with the accent. Uh, oh Master God. Brani is at CB Live, Desert Ridge. Uh, leave us with words of wisdom, sir. It's always a pleasure. Yes. Uh, my uh, special just dropped on YouTube. Uh, that's my words of wisdom. I actually did. I, I dropped a special on YouTube. YouTube, which, by the way, is the best thing I've, I've done it ever. You think? I've had a special on Netflix. I've had a special on, on Comedy Central. I've had a show, special on Showtime. YouTube is amazing because you put it up and then people start you commenting and you start seeing the number. It's the most yeah. amazing thing. And, like, you know, thank God most of the comments are good. Once in a while, <laughs> bad comments. But the point is. <laughs> they stand out. There. I'm just, yeah. There's a whole world out there that I like. I feel because, you know, we make fun of, like, you know, influencers and yeah. YouTubers and these. It's there's a reason why these kids are making millions of dollars because there's an audience there yeah. for this. I feel like I've just woken up. I feel like yeah, I've, I've, it was. The, are you going to TikTok now? Definitely, I'm going to do some TikTok dances. <laughs> are you kidding me? I can't wait to see that. Yeah. I, might, I might sign up for TikTok just, to see this. Let's just see to so many you. Tide Pods. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and I'm instead of like shooting Bud Light cans, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna like dance around them a little bit, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna kick them and, and put I, a dress I, on. And, I'm, and it's gonna be a, and I put a dress on. I'm gonna, it's gonna be a Justin Timberlake challenge. I'm gonna be like Justin, you're the can, and you're out of here. Uh, <laughs> words of wisdom, yeah. though, I will leave you with okay. is um, just chill. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, how bad is it? That's is is that a tagline for any any? Product? Just chill should just be chill. just should chill. Be. Shouldn't it be? No, it's like what my dad always said, and he couldn't be more right. As I get older, just knock it off. Just knock it. Knock off. it off. It can't be that bad. That we was... have Amazon. That's my one thing. Every time I get fired up about something, I'm like, we've got Amazon. I can order something. It'll be here in a couple hours. Bro. How bad can things well, be? And you want the good news on that on the Amazon? They found that people are now. More laid back, even on the like. If you want it that afternoon, you can get it that afternoon. Yeah. More people, they said, the tolerance of I can wait a day or two right. on it. Because it, it we've wow. had it so far, oh. it's gone up eighteen percent. And people are saying, I'm fine with the two day yeah. delivery. Yeah, oh, isn't wow. that great? Yeah. Now, is that because people are calmer, or is it because they're cheap bastards and they don't want to pay the extra well, no, no, dollar? It's, it's still <laughs> the delivery the, the prime why. option. Oh. That's what they're saying. Oh. Is you could yeah. have it that afternoon, wow. but oh, if it's one or two yeah. days, or like, hey, eh, I'm fine with it. Wow, I never thought yeah. America would like have that. 
lack of consumers of something. Yeah. <laughs> right. So now on like on good what's it called uh, Good Friday what's it called Black Friday, Black Friday. yeah. People aren't going to trample. They're going to walk into yeah. the store. Calmly say these deals are for everybody. And Can I'll you get imagine? Them I get it. Yeah. yeah. If there's a camera What's going, going like, on? yeah, What's the store's just open, and there's three yeah. people that are grabbing. They're around the toaster, and they're they're yeah. insisting that the other yeah. one take it. After you, ma'am. Please, this the, toaster's the, yours. The new phrase of Black Friday. Please, you first. <laughs> after you, this after Black you. Friday. It's after, after you. you. <laughs> I'll get one later. Uh, thanks for coming in. As always, I love and check you guys, out YouTube. Uh, Master Bronny is uh, on. YouTube and uh, you can see the numbers yeah. right there. Yeah. Leave nice comments, Jim. Yeah, leave Pricks. nice comments. It's called the birds and the bees, by the way, okay. if you're looking for it. Beautiful. So you, you know. Awesome. Thank you. It's CB Live this week and CBLive.com. Thank you, man. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Okay. There's Stone Temple Pilots there. It's the Interstate Love Song. We've got our friend Richard. Uh, should be coming around here any second. Big Dick Toledo should be uh, uh, facing his accuser. <laughs> any wait. His accuser is a woman named Jill. Here comes Rich. I want Rich to be able to defend <laughs> is himself. Is this a people's court? This is. Deal? It's going to. Yeah, we'll do a people's court music. Give me that. Oh, because right now we have an accusation. We have a plaintiff. We have a defendant. It's not an accusation. It's a real thing. All right. So he's claiming there is no uh, debate here. This is no, a, there's no debate. So you're not even going to defend yeah. yourself. I would lie if defend. I was you. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good Bad question. Math. So the other day, as we all know, <laughs> oh, that's the defense. I like your defense there. Yes. All right. Jill is here from uh, our sales department, the beautiful Jill Short. If you ever want to buy anything, uh, Hubbard. Please call me. Call Jill. I'll call and ask for Jill. All the others are deadbeats. <laughs> all that's, well, that's what she'd tell you about yeah. the sales department. Uh, what so it says on her card. Jill is here, and we. Uh, Jill called me over to her. Hang on, I got another throat oyster here. Uh oh. <clears throat> Tilt that Stupid microphone allergies. a little bit, Jill. I got you. Yeah. Okay, oh, you got me all right. Yep. Here we go. Do you? I don't know. You got there it. Is. All right. Jill has made the accusation that Toledo has done damage to her credit card and her <laughs> reputation in the city. She's suing for uh, punitive damages. No damage to her credit card. Yes. It could have gone the other way. She is the injured show mom. That's right. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, Toledo's got a history of uh, credit card abuse. Uh, he didn't throw one down at the Hooters and uh, left the listeners with, cash the, down. <laughs> with the bill once. Put cash on the table. I don't know if you know the story of the time no. at Porkopolis when he came in and I was standing next to him when he tried to get it to go. And he went to charge it and the lady said, I'm sorry, this is declined. And the first words out of his mouth were, oh, we were at the Lego store. So too many Legos meant no dinner for the kids. Which I still find hysterical. Priorities. Yeah. And, uh, and, his, and, you know, we've had credit issues with Toledo in the past, although he straightened it all out. And maybe this is how. Jill uh, was in charge of the bill at Mavericks last Friday night for the Easter keg hunt. Um, and you had your credit card. And you said, I'll take... And what did you tell the waiter and staff at Mavericks? So, first of all, the promo staff all wanted Shirley Temples. Loads of them. So, there was like six Shirley Temples. And our waiter was not only waiting tables, but he was bartending. Mm-hmm. He was busy. And so, as he's making all these Shirley Temples, I said, I'm really sorry. This is for the promo staff. I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry. Right. And he goes, okay. 
So because um, he was not happy about making no. adult Shirley Temples exactly. for our for our promo yeah, set right. for nine of them. Yeah, right. So um, anyway, I I hung out for about an hour and a half. You know, Anthony and Casey were there from Eric's Family Barbecue. We were having fun, whatever. It was amazing about drinks. But yeah, all right. yeah. Everybody. There was food. You know, everybody was ordering stuff. So about seven thirty, I said to Rich, I said, "Hey, I'm gonna leave. I've had a couple drinks. I can still drive home. Can you cash out my credit card and give it to me on Monday?" You said, "Sure." I said, "Yep." Were yeah, there any no other options for someone to lean on for your credit card? Besides Brady, Brady, or John, obviously I was still there at seven thirty. Ben, lesson learned. Lesson learned. So again, I want to reiterate how often Jill told the staff, "Don't worry about it. You're great to us. We're going to be great to you." Yeah. So I can't. I come in on Monday. I said, "Rich, do you have my credit card?" He gives me a credit card, and I said, "Do you have a receipt?" And he said, "No, I don't have a receipt." Yeah. And I'm like, "Tell her the total." Yeah. I said, "Well, how much?" Like. And you said 200 I was That's like, oh, few, because I was worried it was going to be like 500 or And right. even reflexively, I said, ah, it's 200 I, I wrote it out at uh, 220 I said, you're good to go. Yeah. And then right as she she walked away, it didn't hit me until you came back the next day. Or yeah. The next day, yeah. So I called Mavericks to get a receipt so I could expense it. So I called, he emailed me the receipt, and then I look at it, and I'm like, he tipped $20 on a $200. Yeah. Toledo, 10 percented wow. in the name of KUPD. Ten percent of the incredible staff that helped us out. So the, the worst part is you've been in the industry yes. before too. So Pat <laughs> Mac, can wow. I say ten percent? So, I thought twenty bucks. That's double easy. Brady, Brady's trying to figure out what went wrong. No, no, no. I left. <laughs> I left the kid thirty bucks. Oh, you did? Yeah, the yeah. bartender. That's fine, Brady. Oh, okay. But, Brady. But I didn't know because you but were that wasn't there. part of this. And that, it we wasn't part that. of it. I just said thank you for right. it. That's right. Okay, well, that's good to know. Man, Larry's um, even saying, what a cheap <laughs> so, so anyway, I called Mavericks and I said, this is horrible. He only tipped the waiter, you know, 10%. Can right. I add on another $20, $30? And he said, you have to come in and we have to charge you a penny and then you yeah. tip him. So I went in. And I, I tipped the guy another $30. And so then I came to you the next day and I said, hey, Rich, you only tipped the guy 10%. You and said, I argued. I said, no, I didn't. Yeah. He doesn't know <laughs> how to do the tip math. And she goes, no, you didn't. And I'm like, oh, no. But that was your reflexive answer. So how many times are you doing this, thinking you're giving good tips and you're wandering around? No, and no, no, no. I'm That's on, Toledo I'm from Holmberg <laughs> Show. I'm on it. Hold on. To God, I'm At on the it. bottom of the receipt, it had the calculations for 20% <laughs> on that. I saw it because I got the receipt. So it still it had the calculations on the bottom. So there's no way. <laughs> so it said a decent person would do one of these two things. 1820. Yeah. Yeah. And you I didn't said, look at that. I looked at two hundred dollars. I thought twenty dollars. Oh, I'll give it. I'll, I'll say I'll give it to him on. Uh, nope, not because he was in the business. And if you're no in that business, that, that's I'll not even, an excuse. I'll that even is throw myself on the no, zero it's not excuse. Saying the excuse, I'm just saying he realizes that being in the business, you end up tipping more on average. Does he? Yeah. Doesn't sound like not. it to me. Okay, I then I'm surprised. <laughs> what are you surprised then? Well, because he's saying he doesn't Thank you, he Johnny didn't do Cochran, that. Fired. <laughs> yeah, the worst lawyer ever is like, <laughs> give him a break. Way to go, Yeah, that's terrible. But why wouldn't you have why wouldn't you have Rich go over and and put more it's her tip credit card? Because it's my credit card, and it was my face that and I'm telling the client. waiter and my yeah. client Mavericks, yeah. and so I was humiliated. So not only did he do I that, I talked to Scott, the the area manager, the the yeah. the managing partner. 
came up and talked to him about how yeah. great of a night we're having. Yeah, made <laughs> it well known. I'm the producer of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I work at KUPD. Jill Short's credit card is in my possession. You represented all of us with 20 bucks. You gave a Jackson. Hey, kid, thanks for the hard work. Have a great time. <laughs> Try not to spend it all on half a tank, huh? The one thing I could say is he wouldn't have associated it with Jill because she didn't tell him that I had her card. Right. I presented a card, so he looked at me thinking I'm taking care of the bill. But it was all it of KUPD. Me. So he I thinks our it. show is I cheap. Get it. Yeah. I get so, it. More importantly, my name, which is attached to it, is now <laughs> like I'm, I'm the one. Hey, no more than 10%, gang. And Holmberg isn't exactly the name that's going to sail around there. <laughs> right. As, uh, uh, so there you go. So Toledo should have to go back. And what, what would you say is punishment, Joe, for all the running around and give that waiter a uh, $50 out $50, of his own pocket. $50, pay me for my gas and my trouble. That's right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Senior car, that's like $4 worth of gas. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Montessiano. <laughs> yeah, you owe Jill money and time spent that she could have been getting me endorsement. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Jill, thank you for sharing that. Sure. And I loved yesterday when she's like, hey. What's the deal with Toledo? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Guy only tips 10%. I got to drive all the way back over there and fix this. And I'm like, well, you let Toledo have your credit card, which we knew was a bad idea. Now, what have you learned, Joe? Uh, never to give Rich my credit card. That's exactly ever, right. Ever, ever again. That's right. And all women of Phoenix should know the exact same tale. Yes. Normally, yeah, for the yeah. record, this is, I'm over, over yeah. one. It's yeah. not happening again. Yeah. A bag of Legos and no tip is usually what happens when you hand over a credit card to Richard. Anything else you'd like to complain about? Um, I think that's it. All right, well yeah. done, Jill. Thank you okay. very much, Jill sure. Short. Everybody, our uh, specialist downstairs. I don't know what they call those people. It used to be salespeople, but now they're integrated marketing manager. Oh, there <laughs> oh, we yeah, go. Salespeople. There we that's go. Right. Integrated marketing man. Integrated into what? Just to get had to give him a integrated, yeah, cooler name. Oh, you do all sorts of things with computers. Yeah, okay. Ah, just go get your money. Thanks, specialist. Man. Big Dipper, Joe Short. Everybody, Toledo, <laughs> apologize. I said I'm sorry. I know to everyone out there, mainly no. me. You didn't say you're sorry to me. You represent our show sorry, and bad John. tip. Well, I mean, we've had the Hooters issue where I've had emailers cash on the table. <laughs> <laughs> nope, unacceptable. <laughs> Yeah, we have people. Hey, Toledo left us with the bill. And where's my fantasy football money? You need to start paying attention to this stuff. You're representing more than just you, my friend. And to all the other waiters out there who Toledo thinks uh, that he's tipped wise, we apologize. He does not represent. The views and tips of Toledo do not represent <laughs> Holmberg's Morning Sickness or KUPD. You need to go downstairs and clear your name by giving everybody a few bucks and maybe a gift. <laughs> but definitely over at Mavericks. You shouldn't, you shouldn't show your face for a little while. Because waiters never forget. No way, I'll just walk around with Scott and have Scott introduce me to everybody. Here's a bigger issue we got going on. Why is our promo staff guzzling Shirley Temples to no end? Oh, yeah. They're not drinking. Uh, we were all drinking. Yeah. It goes good with weed. And maybe that is true. That's maybe, true yeah. maybe it does taste better with the weed. It goes good with the flask, maybe, that they're passing around. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. If you're going to not drink, just have water. Don't make the bartender have to make kids drinks. I was a bartender. Was it a funny ha-ha thing? No. There's no, a, they were all... They love she them. came out with a tray of them. Yeah, there were, yeah and, I know, but I thought, uh, it's funny. No. Let's all get You know who it's demos. never funny to? A bartender. Yeah. You bring kids to a restaurant and you start getting Shirley Temples and Darth Vader's and all that stuff. No, your kid gets a soda or it gets water or it gets a tea. I'm not mixing drinks that are a dollar nineteen for a kid who's... You're not tipping me and it's harder work. Mr. Booty texted... Preach on, brother. Yeah, Preach yeah, on. Never, ever. 
grenadine and Sprite. Uh, no, that is not a it's not a thing. Get your little sugar bomb somewhere else. And you know what you're getting at most places when you start ordering kids' drinks by the nines? Your kid's drinking a lot of boogers. That's all I'm telling you. You think your little precious angel's going to enjoy that Sprite? Not as much as the bartender who honked in it. Dipping that sack in. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are bacon bits. Yeah. If I ever had to make nine Shirley Temples for adults... My scrotum would have been bright red by the end of the night, dipping my balls in those drinks on the, the way to the table. The issue for him was he was right on display. Yeah. Was... Well, I was too, and I found a way to do it. Did you? Oh, there was a restroom on the way to the delivery. Oh. <laughs> Just wander in there real quick and... <laughs> Nine adult Shirley Temples. Knock it off. All right, <laughs> Richard's real last name Toledo Steen. Yeah. Well, hey, look. It is now. Brett's getting Thanks, all those Cody. in <laughs> Yeah. Toledo, start tipping at least 18%. No, you don't. We have proof. We got proof. Busted. Yeah, you're busted. Sorry about that, uh, staffs of uh, Arizona. Uh, it's nine thirty six. We got a fan duel. Uh, I, you guys still need to chase. I, I what? don't. I don't anymore. I, oh, is that what we're doing? We're still chasing. You're chasing. I can do whatever I want now. I won my chase. Wonderful. Uh, FanDuel coming up in just moments. I'll tell you my tale of last week's win. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All right. Allison Chains right there. Uh, man in a box that is 33 years old, if you can believe that right now. How about them apples? Toledo, what would you tip on a $33 charge? Uh, $3, dollars right. 3.30 is the answer. Three That's correct. <laughs> I'm getting emailed. That already, tomorrow's wake-up songs for Toledo are coming in. Oh, yeah. The beat, that poor guy. But you deserve it. You should get punched for a 10, 10% tip. Yeah, And you know that from having Nicholas says, I don't know what the issue is, man. Brady left $30. You left 20 Guy got 50 bucks. Tell him to ask the uh, STFU. No, you don't understand. Because I didn't know Brady dropped anything, number one, and I did the bad math. So on the bill, it looks bad. And it still represents KUPD and Jill and everything else. So if Brady dropped, that represents Brady. That's a great move on Brady's part. The next one is uh, not tied to that. Especially when somebody's doing you so much of a favor as hosting your event and helping you out. And we were, you know, we're partners. You want to take care of the people inside. I give it to him, though. He owns it, though. He's not, you know, he's that not shying true. away from oh, it. As soon as she yes. said it, I'm like, uh. I got to give Toledo yeah. credit for this one. He's not fighting back. Uh, Tom Fairman says, Toledo tips like a guy who tried to once buy a $2,000 RV. It's $1,200, Tom. Sean Burdick said, what, $1,200? $1, $1, oh, my God. $1,200 for, for, for the tires for it. It didn't have tires, That's remember? what I'm saying. Yeah. 1200 bucks would have been the value yeah. of the wheels. Uh this Sean says, John, I was part of that fantasy league draft. You always bring up the Toledo stiff to everyone. Uh, there was no cash on that table. Cash so, on the table. God either someone it. swiped it or Toledo doesn't remember correctly. I'm not going to call him a liar. I like Toledo. But that was a cashless night. And then, of course, these people. Wow. Soy boy cucked this one so hard. Even with somebody else's money, he, he uh, beeped out. Uh, <laughs> probably would put more of it uh, on there if the guy didn't remind him of his dad after he left. Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe it was too much a reminder of your father and family. Uh, it's time now for our FanDuel uh, Bets of the Week. FanDuel is uh, doing all the NBA playoffs are going on. I, I, I uh, got a $100 free bet last night on FanDuel, and so I just was like, well, this is a freebie. Uh, the Bulls were down 19. They were a plus 300. And so I'm like, I'll just take them to win. It's free money. And I won. The Bulls ended up coming back and winning the game. So I got a free bet uh, for nothing. I made a $5 bet. They gave me 100 extra bucks. 
There you go. Awesome. So I had a nice night last night. These NBA playoffs are crazy, and if you want to get in on this deal, it's awesome. Now, for the last few weeks, we've been chasing because we've been losing as a team so much on the FanDuel. Every week, we're just mushing. Last week, I put my four-way down. Had a couple listeners go, I'm going to chase your bet, John. I like what you've done. It turns into a round robin. Now, a round robin, just to explain it, is a uh, the way to place multiple parlays at once on the same bet. So round robin basically means you can go three out of four with a bet. You can go two out of four, depending on what you do. So that's what twos means. Yeah. Two, twos by eight mean I have yeah. to get two of the five? Right. Read about it before you yeah. throw it nah. down. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you, you don't have to win all the parlays like to win. I don't read about that. You make, <laughs> <laughs> you make, you're good with money. So listen to Toledo on this now. one. Uh, you're making multiple bets at once to try to maximize your chances to win. Okay. So if you put a $2 bet down and it's a times 10, it's a $20 bet. Right. But you maximize the odds. The one thing I will be uh, cautioning you on is don't throw a $10 bet down on your no. on your round robins because it does multiple bets. And so the other day, $150. I made a home run round robin, and I wasn't thinking, I'm like, I'm going to put $100 on this. And it was a times seven. And I put the 100 in, and I hit the deal, and it says, done. And it was a $700 bet. And I couldn't have lost worse. Like, like, I think zero home runs out of the guys I picked. I'm like, it didn't matter the odds or anything else. So be careful with it. But round robins are fun because last week, my three out of four bet, you know, I put the little $10 thing down, won 900 bucks on that. And then I decided, you know, I kind of like this. So I put $200 on it and won $10,000. Of which, by the way, I will be handing over the, the, uh, the $10 bet. To the uh, Humane Society, my charity of choice. Go. So that's how I'm going to run that one. This week, I want you guys to round Robinson stuff. Even though you don't understand. I thought we were doing the four-leg parlay. I already oh, made you can my do bet. Whatever. Make your chase. Okay, you're right, still right. chasing. Yeah. Man. If you want to chase, chase. Okay. You're still you're still mushing around yeah. in your way. I'm fine with my way. So, uh, Brady, what are your bets for this week? I got my uh, round robin. I'm doing a three by ten. Oh, my God. Oh. So I got to get three out of the five home run hitters. Right. Um, so I went with home runs. Brandon Lowe. Lowey. Um, Nick Castellanos, uh, Aaron Judge, Vlad Guerrero Jr., and yeah. Paul Goldsmith. You just go through and pick each one to hit a home run in the game? That's a $10. I did $1 wager, so it's a $10 total wager, wager at 6000 It's a plus 6543 That's nice. $600 bucks out of that. Nice. Uh, Brett, what's yours? All right. Uh, I did a four-leg parlay, so I got uh, Nolan Arenado to hit a home run. They're playing the Pirates, yeah, so going to happen. Uh, Goldschmidt to have two hits. Uh, I'm 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 calling it right now. Tampa Bay. They're losing tonight to First Boston. Time. They're twelve That's and what I'm going with. I was going to take that one. Too. Yeah. And uh, Philly to to beat uh, the Reds in Cincinnati, and that's a plus seventy five hundred dollar bet. All right, nice. or seventy five plus seventy five hundred. Yeah, so you get seven fifty yep. on your ten dollar yeah. bet. Toledo, what do you got? All right. Well, I went with the four leg parlay. I also dabbled in the round robin, but none of them reaches the five thousand dollar or the that's five thousand right. plus five thousand limit. Right. Like your tips, there's a limit. I know. <laughs> so my four leg parlay, Jason, is uh, Victor Hovland to win the golf tournament this weekend. That's a plus eight hundred bet. I'm with Brett taking the Red Sox on the money line, taking the Miami Heat on the money line, and the Timberwolves on the money line tonight. That is plus six thousand seventy seven. So are those games tonight or tomorrow? I think they're tonight. No, uh, the Miami Heat is Friday, yeah. and, the, and the Timberwolves is Friday. Yeah. So you got that going in the so week. So i got to wait. All right. You'll be all right. Good luck to you, friend. Yeah, I'm just going around Robbins, too, with home runs because I'm having a blast with this. Uh, so it's uh, Brandon Lowy, Schwarber, Judge, Rizzo, Arenado, and Soto. And I got a two by or a four by nine on that one. So And that, that'll pay off uh, at plus uh, 44,000. 
But you've got all. If of I put a hundred bucks on it, but if got, you put ten on it, it's, I'll get forty four hundred. So bucks. just so I understand it, but you've got all the other bets within that. You don't just yeah. have the big bet. You have all. No, the that is the bet. bet. So you got to get four four of that four of the nines. You put your money four out on of the it. Nine. It goes right. You get it. But then don't you have like a two out of nine on No, the there's ways to like play nine? with it. Don't confuse okay. people. Right. There's ways to no, play I'm with it. No, yeah. I'm trying to learn. That's yeah, I know. We, well, start with 10% to 20% and we'll work on round robins. Uh, we don't need to start explaining math to you at this level. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so you can get involved in this. We put our bets up last week. I had two listeners chase my bets. One guy got 900 Another guy got 1800 because he put a few extra dollars on it. And uh, it worked. It's a good thing. You finally got a winner in town. Doesn't it feel good that I won last week, guys? Yeah, yeah. buddy Ryan. It feels great. Yeah. I think it's spectacular. It was awesome for me. Uh, it was a, I was thrilled. John Rahm won the Masters, and I'm like, I think I feel better than he does. Well, finally, the Schneid. I'm off. Uh, that's how this thing works. So if you guys want to get involved, we'll put them up there on our uh, Facebook page. And they're giving away 150 bucks right now uh, in free bets, win or lose. Uh, you can't risk it. And what do you put a five dollar bet? Five dollar bet, you get one hundred and fifty bucks back if you bet the NBA playoffs every every weekend. You can get yeah. that same deal. FanDuel, they make sports better. That's all there is to it. We'll put our uh, picks up there online and look into round robins before you start betting them. I'm Just a little worried. Bet low. I'm a little worried about Brady because I know that this is hard for you to grasp right now with this round robin thing. You'll see. It's uh, not it, just three it, out it of five. Seems, okay. You'll see if you win. Yeah. You might. There's a reason why it's plus, yeah. yeah. You might but I feel guys, better right? this week about than last week's bet. Feel like you got a better right. chance, right? I do. We'll see. That's risky picking homers, but good luck and have fun and always gamble responsibly. And that, by that, I mean hit it hard, man. <laughs> Irresponsible gamblers are putting a buck down. That's silly. You're wasting your time. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black self-defense training. And uh, if you're interested in all sorts of their seminars, uh, Josh and Jay sent me this this morning. Uh, they've got a July 28th. They're going to do a women's only self-defense seminar in Chandler to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the Chandler location. Uh, August 18th, they're doing the active shooter thing. And that active shooter thing is becoming more and more necessary. Uh, self-defense seminar. And then they open the doors to this incredible simulation of a, of an active shooter. Now, we've done in the past nightclubs, uh, dark, crowded rooms where they come in with sim rounds and you hear a gun going off in a crowd of people even when you know it's probably going to happen and you still watch people's adrenaline take over. It is nuts. It's a four-hour seminar at the Phoenix location. They'll have limited spots for that. But if, you're, if you heard any of the 911 calls to that Louisville bank yesterday and the helplessness that these people feel. And then there was a, an army ranger that went on TV last night that said, look, the key to stopping this whole entire thing of people wandering into buildings and shooting is an attitude that they, like what the cops have had an attitude and a mindset that makes it. So today's not the day this is going to end my life. And it's truly horrific to think that, uh, you know, you'd sit and cower hiding is an option, but the lady that made the call in that Louisville thing, it's just, it's terrifying. And when you think about it, it's like if she go through a few of these seminars, get a little training, you realize that you have some options. I mean, it's, it's, you don't want these options in your life, but they're there. Uh, it's not pleasant to talk about, but it's out there to train for. Be prepared. You have a plan for a fire. You have a plan for a flood. You have a plan for all sorts of stuff. Why not a plan for if somebody goes bananas? There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, ReactDefense.com. That's the place to do it. Plus, you're going to get in great shape. It's a uh, tactical black. That's what we're talking about. Brady, entertain me. Jamie Foxx is currently hospitalized after experiencing an unspecified medical complication Tuesday morning. Yeah. Too much was, yogurt? 
Sounds like it might have been something serious, but nobody's saying what happened. Yeah, they were talking about his, uh, his, his daughter. Posted. They said he was speaking again, which makes me think maybe there was a heart or brain aneurysm. Stroke, maybe, too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because if you if like, we're happy he's already speaking, you're like, oh, you were expecting him that's not neuro- to speak. That's a neurological thing. Yeah, he might have had a little, uh, a little Tia. He was uh, in Atlanta filming a movie called Back in Action with Cameron Diaz and Glenn Close. You know what? Cameron Diaz quit. She came back for one movie, and then she's quitting again. Are you guessing? Oh, okay. That's not quitting. That's what she said. She needs to make those mortgage payments on that uh, house in Calabasas. <laughs> That's right. Arnold Schwarzenegger got together with his crew, uh, and they uh, filled a pothole in his neighborhood. Yeah. Got the cameras out. He to tweeted today, got the whole neighborhood. has been so upset about this giant pothole that's been screwing up cars and bicycles for weeks. I went out with my team and fixed it. That's right. I always say, let's not complain. Let's do something about it. Here you go. Decided to come out and do another thing, Brady, where I'm going to start a handyman service where I come over to your house and I take care of all of your needs around the place. I put a shelf back together. I will have sex with your maid and impregnate her. It's the way it works around here. If the governor can't do it, I can. Twink governor, Gavin Newsom, and his liberal ways and these holes in the roads. I don't understand. That's the potholes. That's right, Brady. You got to get it in there. Fill them up with whatever. I've got muscles. I used my muscle power. I filled up holes. I fill holes, Brady. Just ask my maid. Prince Harry will attend his father's coronation, mm. but his wife Meghan will she can't not come. Yeah, she's saying she's not, but no, they won't let her. There's a sign up there. It says she's one not. of the reasons I want to go back, Brady, is to smell my mother's panty drawer. Remember? Yeah, the smell of her lipstick reminds me of her. Elizabeth Arden. Long time used to rub it on my wiener, and when I was at war. On your todger? My todger, my my John Thomas. That still is the only memorable thing from his book. Tom, did you know about that? Yeah, he rubbed Elizabeth Arden all over his genitals. Frost. It, it reminded the tip him of, of his. Uh, it was frostbitten, but it reminded him of his mother's lips. And that's how he you says heard it me. in the book. Yeah, that's right, Tom. Uh, you heard me. It's Brady's brother's hearing that for the first time. There's nothing a boy loves more than the smell of his mother's lips on his genitals. <laughs> oh. Need I bring up Bunny now? Or are you gentlemen comfortable with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever rub any of Bunny's rose water on your body, Tom? It's a wonderful, wonderful scent. It's some twenty twenty. Box wine and some <laughs> box Biggie wine juice. and some, some bounce uh, dry up sheets. Just rub them all over my genitals and thighs. The 2023 inductees into the National Recording Registry nominees have been announced. Well, actually, they're the inductees, so they're in. No. And uh, what? The Library of Congress. What did you just say? Nominees or what's happening? They're the inductees. Who? I thought at first it was the nominees. Oh. They, the Library of Congress announces songs every year that will be put into the oh. recording. They are in. Okay. These, These are the winners. Right. These are the winners. Right. Yeah. And so well, we're out of time. Wow. <laughs> Who is it? Ode to Billy Joe, uh, Bobby Gentry, the Super Mario Brothers theme song, uh, John okay. Lennon's Imagine, Madonna's Like a Virgin. Imagine wasn't already in there? Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, that's a Is fail. this the first year of this thing? No. They just decided we're they're in. Wow. The uh, Synchronicity album by the police. So Stairway to Heaven in. and the theme to Mario Brothers got in the same year? Yeah. What's Yo, the criteria for this? Somebody's been sleeping on yeah. something over there. 
You'll be excited about this one, Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett. Oh, oh man. The list is just <laughs> it's a null shame. and void now. Oh, God. I wouldn't want to be a member of any club Jimmy Buffett's allowed in. What the world needs now is love. Jesse. That's Jimmy Buffett. The Shannon. <laughs> Wang Dang Doodle by Coco Taylor. I don't even know that one. What is that's that? A, that sounds Great like a Brady song. song. You know Wang Dang Doodle? I've heard it one time. It's like she's a <laughs> I've heard it one hardcore. <laughs> maybe, eh, maybe more than once. It's a hardcore? Yeah, blue song. Wang Dang Doodle. Are you sure? Black soul singer. Okay. Brady, Pretty sure. You got or Brady. Brady Brett, you got it? Wang Dang Doodle. Wang Coco Dang Taylor. Doodle. Wait, Coco Taylor? Did you listen to I it this I morning? I think I saw her um, at uh, Shars Has the Blues. Oh, no kidding. Shars Sings the ago. Blues. Uh, What's that? It used to be a blues, a, bar, bar a blues bar on 7th Avenue. Yeah. Oh, here in town? Yeah. Oh. Hang on, we got a commercial here. Wang that. Dang Doodle. It, he's not Do you lying. you know it? No, nobody in the room knows it. Brady's heard it once, and he, he thinks he actually went to the show. All right, this should be it. <laughs> you remember this? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> if you start singing it, you won't forget it. No. I probably will. Did you take Olive to this? you doing at this show? There's a screen. There's a client of mine. She was? Shores has the blues. Oh, oh, oh. Not a clue. You went to Coco Taylor thinking there's going to be a gorilla. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. You didn't go to that knowing about We've this. Coco singing at the Shores. Oh. I'm going to that. You had no idea it was a real woman. No idea. Oh, I knew. What's she doing up there? Where's the Where's Coco? <laughs> Why you remember this and nothing else? In Nobody remembers. I took it to the base with Coco Taylor. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> she knows sign language and everything. Yikes! So much like us. Uh, it's ten oh six. Let's bright eyes yeah. when you were there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Coco. My name's Brady. Oh, you're insane. There you go. Brady remembers some of the Stranger Things. Uh, That's it for us. We're done. Larry's coming up next. Uh, He's got your chances at, uh, I do believe, the uh, more Metallica stuff coming your way. He's going to tell you all about the 72 Seasons weekend that we've got going on, which is huge, and all the things you can win just for listening on the app or online. Pretty great stuff all the way around. We're done. It's uh, almost Friday. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.